And we are live. What's going on, everybody? Put Welcome. your balls away, Mav. Damn it. <laughs> are they showing again? Maybe on yours would be on the floor. Come on, guys. I got to take care of this real quick. He's got big balls. All right. Now we're live. This is episode 101. I don't know what the hell's going on, but we're live. What's up, everybody? Shout out to the chat. Mom took it left first again. What's up with that, Pong? I, I, mean, I was trying to run a clean show today. There was going to be no left or anything. <laughs> okay. We were going to be straightforward, and you had to say balls. And the... What the fuck? Come on. Uh, you're right. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 101. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, last week was a blast. We had our episode 100, and we had 3-Bit here. Uh, where is he tonight? I don't know. <laughs> we, had, uh, we had Psycho here as well. Absolute blast uh, last week. I want to thank everybody for tuning into that show and for coming out for this show as well. Anybody watching live after the fact, I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. It has been absolutely bananas uh, with the whole back and forth between Sony and Xbox. We got potential xCloud news with the cloud gaming news with Xbox. We got Gamescom coming up. We also have... Uh, more, de- more delays. We have more delays. Man, we had <laughs> we had a THQ show. That was we did get some cool little things from there. Where they where they showed like one third of what they actually making. Right. Fucking insane. Yeah, <laughs> yes. THQ. Like, go for it. Yeah. Let's go, THQ. Like, get it. I, it's awesome that they're have so much uh, that they're working on. But yeah, it was also like you know we already had Monday was a bad day for delays, and now the end capping the week with what did I say on Monday on FSP is like oh, Hogwarts is getting delayed. <laughs> yeah, you're saying everything. Are you saying, saying Saints everything. Row? Fucking Gotham Knights. <laughs> Just wait, we'll see. No, Saints Row. I, I said it's not getting delayed because it's in August, right? I don't. That's too soon. However, I anything like later this year, I'm just saying, guys, like don't count on it. You know, it's just like this is the bad luck year. I don't know. But uh, next, next week it's going to be Madden and Call of Duty. <laughs> those are those are like the only two games and NBA 2K. Those will yeah, not get it, it, those will not get delayed. FIFA or they whatever they call it this year. EA, EA Sports Football Club, I think, or EA Football Clubs, what's going to be called now? Um, none of those games going to get delayed. You know, it's just going to be the uh, the the big ones that everybody's looking forward to. The the big AAA like stuff and um we just gotta have to wait on some of these i guess but hey let's get to some intros first of my heart lovely wife caitlin hey baby did you get the internet connection fixed i did i had to switch again which sucks because i can't work on any of my stuff during the show but that's fine yeah sorry that sucks it does suck. yeah it, the weird thing is it's just been fine every single week except for last week and yeah. now this week maybe we need to reset it but know? it has been um acting funny the past like week so yeah. well at the end of our show yesterday we lost connection right at the end uh like right when we were doing our outros. Just me, so i kept like restarting like youtube but when someone else in the chat said that y'all were like froze i was yeah, like, okay. i thought my internet just fucked up but <laughs> yeah that's what i had thought it, it was like literally right at the very end of the show the stream yeah. went kaput out of nowhere so it worked out. I mean, it's better than the beginning of the show. I'm crossing my fingers. Finally you know? done your outros and everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, but hey, uh, how are you doing, Jasper? 
Uh, all right. I was playing some Spider-Man with an Xbox controller just a few minutes ago before I hopped on uh, Restream here. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You were uh, looking forward to playing Spider-Man. Uh, did you, you never got to play it before, right? Nope. You enjoying it? Uh, yeah, I only got to play like maybe 30 minutes of it, so not too far into it, but yeah. liking so far. Yeah, it's a good game. Do you have like, uh, like what frame rate are you able to play it at? Like, are you able to play it? So like- I got, I'm getting about like, on average like 70 fps so okay cool man yeah it's uh better than i uh, the what was it 30 frames on the ps4 probably um yeah probably <laughs> yeah i think i pre- pretty i'm pretty sure i played it at 30 frames when i played it so i'm sure that's awesome ah pong soul what's up dude we had a crazy show last night it like blew by dude like that was like a really fast three hours and I'm staring at a man whose face <laughs> is frozen on the screen. And I don't know if he can even see or hear what we're talking about right now. Because I saw him just move a little bit. So I'm just going to stare at him a little He's bit like longer. He's like one FPS. And... He's trying to play Spider-Man. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> are you, are you, can you hear us, Pong? Nod? Or... I can. Oh, okay. What's up, Pong? How are you doing, man? I can hear you. Yes. <laughs> I'm doing fine. You're having those issues with listen. the mic thing again? No, re- no, I don't even have the app up, so it's Restream. Restream and whatever. Surface Pros don't like each other, I guess, because I right. lose. I don't know why, because it was running just fine in the beginning. The minute I pull up Twitter, it fucking goes to shit. So whatever. Oh. Uh, I just closed out of Twitter. I was going to tweet out the show, but whatever. Uh, hey, Man, everybody. we need that tweet. You get your 3,000 uh, followers, Pong. Come on. Do it on your phone. I know, brother. I was trying to do it, but whatever. That's fine. It's hey, okay. Chat, you're kidding. all looking amazing, by the way. Hey, PTK Blam just dropped in here. Brother, what's going on, man? Good to Yo, see you. Yo, PTK Boom. Man, listen to this. We got some of the best people ever in this community that hop into all of our shows. Thank you all for yes. being here. But family, it is good to see you. It is delay season, as Mav uh, started saying. Uh, it is getting crazy out in these gaming streets with the delays. Uh, but uh, you know what? We still got a lot of good things coming up uh, to yeah. play. We got some good topics tonight, too. Uh, and Jasper, I know you are uh, interested, along with Lady and Cloud and Way of the uh, Hunter. Uh, uh, yeah, coming out. getting hyped uh, just, Yeah, I just watched uh, <laughs> THQ, uh, and they did a nice little uh, showing of it. And then I watched ACG's review of it, and he absolutely loved it. So Really? Uh, that's looking like a cool game coming up. Yeah, yeah and you're going to stream that, right, Jasper? Yeah, I want to be like a crazy redneck, go out there hunting some deer or something. It's <laughs> not, not going to be, be like, a stretch. ACG said that he had one deer hunt uh, that took him five hours and to kill wow. one deer. Uh, and he's a real-life hunter. ACG is actually goes out, and he's an actual hunter. So he's speaking from experience, and he's like, this is like top-tier uh, for hunting games now. This has moved all the way up, and he's absolutely wow. loving it. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, should be a cool game. Babe, is that the game that you... Like put on Twitter, should you get it? No, I was talking about Cult of the Lamb. Oh, okay. Which Sorry. is a game that a lot of people are talking about right now. It came out uh, yesterday, I think. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's I don't a, care. In- I just want seeing if it was the same game. Yeah, no, it wasn't the same. <laughs> game. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, how are you doing, the, the mellow fellow from outer space back in in Florida? How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. I'm just sitting here with these professional panelists that we have tonight. It is amazing. I love it. I can't wait to get in these topics we have on uh, this evening. And uh, yeah, 
if you love Xbox, this is the place to be tonight. Yeah, professional panelist, very unprofessional host. Um, that, that's <laughs> that's for sure. Um, what is up to the always fuzzy one, Mister Fuzzy Belvedere? How are you doing, dude? <laughs> hey, how's it going, everyone? Glad to be here, man. Interesting, interesting gaming news. Some recent releases. I actually got to. Uh, well, I wound up picking up uh, Cult of the Lamb. If if you like Animal Crossing or if you like like a cutesy version of Hades, that's kind of where it's at. So it's it, it's definitely yeah. fun. You can always have your uh, cult do or or have like weird looks to them or just have them do weird weird seances and things like that. So yeah, having fun with it for right now. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about getting it out because it's got a lot of people being like, "Yeah, this is really good," and having a lot of fun and stuff. People that don't, I usually that I don't even usually see like playing those kind of games, right? So uh, that's pretty cool. I'm I'm looking forward to checking it out. Did you drop something, baby? Are you okay? <laughs> what are you doing, Caitlin? Huh? What, what was what? that? Like? Oh, you're not muted. Sorry. You're not muted. <laughs> I just I just I'm heard not... something fall and be like, "Fuck." I dropped, I dropped my little Michael Myers action figure and Mark. She's over here playing with toys. Why would you find it? She calls the Spartan uh, fun, uh, Funko Pop Mark. <laughs> because what we well, uh, There's a funny story behind yeah. why I call him Mark. Yeah. Because I had bought him a Funko Pop to surprise him with for Christmas. Yeah. And I was worried. And I was like, this just looks really cool. Like, I love the colors. Um, and I started to get worried that maybe he doesn't like this character in Halo. So I ended up in bed one night. I was, like, really nervous. And I, like, I was like, okay, I got you something for Christmas. And I'm going to tell you because I'm nervous that you don't like this character. And I was like, his name is Mark. <laughs> And then he just started laughing, and I didn't know why he was laughing. It's because it's the the name of the armor. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's Mark. I, uh, was I don't Mark. remember which is it. Mark. Like, uh, do you like Mark from Halo? Like, who the fuck is Mark? Oh, it's, what Mark? Um, I know John. <laughs> you know, I mean, I I didn't know Mark, but you know, it's uh, I, I do love the Funko Pop, babe. But um, yeah, that was funny. All right, guys. Well, um, yeah, the shoot. funny thing is why I have a mark also. Yeah, is because like I think like two years ago, Lady got me it for my birthday. Yep, she did. And you actually so, were playing with that mark right now. So now right? I have Mark too. Yeah, <laughs> is it Mark two or is it Mark eight or Mark seven or Mark four? It's Mark two, duh, because you have Mark one. Well, I know, but the Roman numerals on your mark. Oh, you don't have the box anymore. I don't have him in the box. Oh, yeah. She owned boxes I for Funko Pops. You, you took him out of your box? <laughs> yes. Okay. Mark is no longer in my wife's box. All right. Alvin with a $5 super chat. <laughs> Appreciate you, Alvin. Thank you so much. Saying, was thinking about Cult of the Lamb, but I'm the guy who never does a renegade run. Always Paragon. Don't think I could do what needs to be done. LOL. Yeah. Do you got to be a little like uh, bad no. dude in this? Alvin, or? you can send people to heaven in though. You can send yeah. people to heaven, though. Can, so, you, yeah, can you have like a little flower child cult? Make... Yeah, yeah, you can give them. You can give them option to go to heaven. You don't have right. to be the all flat out killer like Jez 
uh, shout out to Jez and Rand today. Jez was talking about his cult being, he's cannibalistic, for God's sakes, man. You don't have to do oh, that. Jesus. So there are other options. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I Well, maybe I'll try that. You know, one other thing I was playing was Two Point Campus. Uh, Jasper's been playing a mo- way more of that. And I found out yeah. that if you, if you don't have enough toilets, which apparently Jasper said that he did have enough toilets, your your uh, your students will literally just shit on the sidewalk. Oh, uh, so it's like a normal college, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. And you just see like a little turd on the sidewalk, and then your janitor goes and like sweeps it up. He <laughs> just sweeps it up with a regular but broom. You know? this. That's great. Um, so I haven't I haven't played. Uh, Enough of that game. I need to play more of it. But I was playing. I was in the, playing the the Dio Field Chronicle, a demo. That uh, that kind of ties in with this uh, episode one hundred and one. We got Two Point Campus and Hogwarts, both school games, and it's one hundred and one. Yeah. This is episode one hundred and one. We're going to take you to class now. We're going to teach everybody about game delays. All right, so game delays, sidewalks, and shitting on sidewalks. I think maybe like somebody like shit on the sidewalk of the developers of Hogwarts Legacy, and they like spent too much time cleaning it up that they, they had to delay the game. Um, that is Mark. Um, so what is cause? We already talked about this on PM and the PM last night, Pong and I a little bit, but like this is another one. You know, this we. Is my j- other toy. <laughs> Thanks for showing us, babe. I love it. That's a, she has a she also has another Michael Myers and you can check that out on our TikTok video. She made a TikTok of it. Um, I didn't know it was show and tell episode. Are we it, supposed to bring stuff? It is, I guess. You know. <laughs> okay. Do you have Do you have anything to show me, Pong? Well, I, I of course. I mean, I've got the original Voltron. Oh my so, god! You know, this is his. You know, <laughs> yeah. So <Just> interrupting. <laughs> Nice, the original Voltron. I saw. I know you have Robotech stuff too. Yeah, I, I got, got Robotech some, stuff. You can't really see it, but it's Beskar from Mandalorian. It's a little keychain. Is that really Beskar? Like, is that the real it's thing? Just, that's not a real thing. It's yes. just metal. Jetfire. <laughs> Jetfire original. Wow. Jetfire. But this is actually a brilliant idea for an episode to do show and tell. <laughs> Well, I can show. Can I'm just, just kidding. Right. Upon something? You already showed your balls. <laughs> no, I got it. <laughs> Here's Mark, everybody. Another version of Mark. That's not Mark. That's Master Chief. It's 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 Mark's uh, Mark Seven, right? No, that's Master Chief. <laughs> I know a Master Chief. Yeah. Um, all right. So what what are we doing right now? Oh, hey, Jasper's <laughs> gonna like this one. Oh, court. Yeah. I know Jasper likes this guy. <laughs> I don't know if I don't think I have any Marvel toys. <laughs> no. I got I got uh Grimlock from from McDonald's and here's a uh, and Megatron. I got a Soundwave somewhere. All right. Can we actually uh, talk about gaming? I got a Funko Pop <laughs> Joker over there, but <laughs> Do you? I got some Funko Pops back there too. Um, all right. What since are we we're showing Since we're showing things. Oh jeez. What are we what are we started? What is that? Oh, that's Marcus Phoenix in a uh in a Tebow pose. No. Nah. <laughs> is he Tebowing? No. Oh, there's no, a he's... oh there's a Grimlock. No, that's not Grimlock. That's uh uh just slag. 
Nice. Yeah. Slag. That was the that is the Gears of War three <clears throat> collector's edition. And then I got the helmet over there, but yeah, you know. Jeez, oh, y'all are gonna make me go get my right. hot rod. You guys just couldn't give me my moment, could you? No. Yeah, we all got toys. <laughs> yeah, um, we don't want to see the rose though. We do not. The rose? Yeah, we don't want to see the rose. What is that? Your other toy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Dr. Dignal, right. I got the Gen 1 sound wave as well. Uh, oh, I've got a bunch of the tapes too. So, so amazing. Which tapes do you have? You have like Rumble? Uh, yeah, I got Rumble. Um, I've got uh, Laserbeak. Uh, oh, Laserbeak uh, is the best. Yeah, yeah, and then I've got uh, Panther too, or whatever his name was. I always forget. Yeah, Pan- whatever it was the Panther. So yeah, yeah. Yep. I thought it was Ravage or Savage or something. Mm, Ravage. Ravage. Or Savage. Yeah, I think it's right. Ravage. Ravage. I think it's Ravage. Ravage. Right. Randy Savage. Ravage. <laughs> oh yeah, brother. All right. <laughs> um, Psycho, I don't have the rose anymore. Oh, okay. I threw it away after you borrowed it when you were here. <laughs> uh, yeah sorry i uh never mind. i'm not even gonna go there anyways let's go on uh some topics tonight so uh yeah wait i think we have one more show and tell here all right ah uh, hot rod Ooh. does he have the matrix if i can open his chest <laughs> Is that where it is in his chest? Mm-hmm. Not his prison wall. Oh, okay. It's the Matrix of Leadership. <laughs> this is not Hot Rod. This is Rodimus Prime now. Rodimus. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Man, can we get a new Transformers game now? Yeah. Right? Let's go. Transformers, let's yeah. go. All right. Maybe, uh, maybe they'll make one sometime. One day. Um, all right. So, guys, let's talk about Hogwarts Legacy, uh, Harry Potter game, uh, which was actually, I believe, most anticipated game for you, Psycho, yes. for this year. And also for a lot of people who are really, really, really looking forward to Hogwarts Legacy. And, yeah. and again, we joked around like it's going to get delayed, too, because everything is getting delayed. And that guess was what? the one that I figured would. Yeah. yeah I mean, we all kind of did. Right. And it came down today. We saw another letterhead. From a dev. And when you see that, you know what it means. It means the mark of death. It that's it's pushed back. So again, uh, you know, it's just this onslaught of delays is happening. Maybe it's because it's that time right now where they're really setting up their next quarter, right? And and laying out the pipeline for their games and everybody's like, Oh yeah, we don't actually got one. So um <laughs> they just well, but they all push it to in spring of next year it's like the first half of next year and it's like that first half of next year just you're gonna need like a thousand dollars on games yeah on this one i believe they did give us a release date though which is better than some of the other delays where we got like no february 10th february 10th yeah Yeah, so you're looking at only it's really only like a two-month delay right not that bad so yeah it could have been a lot worse yeah but it was one of those games that I know myself, 3-Bit, Lady, a lot of in the gaming community were very, very excited to play because it's it's, it's Hogwarts and it's that lore that we got to see on screen, but now we actually 
had the full range of going anywhere in the castle. It's as it seems, that's what they're saying. Anywhere in the castle, anywhere on the castle grounds. It was just, it felt fantastic. And it was coming out this year. So it was like, yeah, a lot of games didn't come out, but we still had Hogwarts. But as the time goes uh... on and nothing was talked about, we were like, oh no. I was going to play it this year because there wasn't much coming out, but now that it's like coming out next year, like it might be too packed and I'll probably end up skipping it. I I don't want to skip it, but there is that first half. Like I've tweeted where I'm going to find all this time to play everything that's coming out in the first half. That's not the second half of 2023. So it's like, I'll catch up on my (laughs) backlog up until next 2023. So it's like, what the f i uh i just don't get and it harry um, potter harry harry potter is a christmas series like yes it's the weirdest thing but honestly because it's yeah. not like prominent yeah they they had like a christmas scene in there and all that kind of stuff but at the same time you know it's not like this thing that just it kind of just happened naturally like when people think of harry potter it's the perfect christmas holiday time for movies or whatever the case may be, and this game was coming out, they said holiday 2022, so it was or winter 2022. It was perfect. It was perfect. It was a perfect December game for everybody. Even me, I like Harry Potter. I'm not the, the biggest fan, but I do like Harry Potter. I was thinking about picking this game up because it was just the perfect timing. Like, it was just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's February, like everybody said, with everything else. So, <laughs> I mean, it's still holiday ish. I mean, it's still in the Christmasy because because Hogwarts oh, is kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it's like you know, like the first two, I believe, the first two kind of emphasized on Christmas and then Halloween and then uh, so on and so forth. So it's like it's at it's like the beginning of the school year. You get those holidays. Yeah, for sure. Did I say something? No, no, no. Sorry. Okay. Um, I'm just ignoring so that because it's funny. It, it's just one of those things that, you know, you wanted to see it come out. I mean, like I said, everyone was excited for it, but uh, I guess we have to live with the delay until February 10th. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that game, Ark Raiders, and what was the other one that got delayed the other on Monday? Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns. That's Midnight three Suns. highly anticipated games. Um within a week span. And this is following other delays that had already happened in the, in the past as well. Um, over the Starfield, last several months, Starfield, Redfall, Redfall. um, we, uh, uh, dark tide, Warhammer, dark tide on console. Um, yeah. Forspoken. When is Forspoken delayed to February? I think as well again, <laughs> that one as well. Right. Um, didn't, uh, did star Wars get delayed till 2023? I know it's coming out in 23, 23, but did it get delayed to early 2023? No, no, it wasn't a delay. That was the announcement date. Okay. Okay. First quarter of 2023. And then I think that uh, they finally said the date or whatever it was. So. Yeah. And then Dead January, Space is also right? coming out in January, I think, too. Yeah. And Callisto Protocol, they this. still claim that's on track, but it's in December. <laughs> Did they give an actual day? Because some places say December 1st, some say the 9th or 10th or 11th or something. So is there an actual printed date for them? Hmm. I don't remember. I thought they did have an actual date for which game again. Callisto Protocol. Mm. I don't. I don't know. I remember I December. Was it the? Yeah, I, I, I remember December. Okay. 
Yeah, that's that's next on the chopping block, everybody. That's I'm calling it. That's the <laughs> other one that's questionable. That's yeah. the only other one that I'm like actually concerned about. Yeah. What about God of War? Uh, you guys think there's a chance? I mean, it's the date was only announced once. Unless a date's announced twice, there's always a chance. You think it's solid? They did announce a date. They like, announced the year. They announced right. the year, 2022. They pushed it. They waited. Yeah, then they announced November. Sure, so. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any way. Unless something drastic happens. Again, never say never because yeah. in game dev, who knows? I mean, development... Mm-hmm something could pop up and they could be like nope there's no way we can fix this so so let's take a look at some of the games we do have coming this year for xbox that are kind of on the bigger variety we do have uh soul hackers 2 and we have uh, madden uh and saints row coming this month right we have destroy all humans 2 uh coming out this month as well jez is playing soul hackers 2 right now yeah he hinted that it's it's amazing so well i have yeah. Some suspicions that this game could be potentially fantastic. The way like the trailers are coming together, it doesn't seem like this like just other type of IP game, the random little thing. It seems like it's shaping up to be a pretty damn big good Atlas game, right? Atlas has got that Persona 5 money now. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like so bigger even than their, even their side games are getting the real treatment. Yeah. It seems like more than I had anticipated originally when this was announced. You know what I mean? Um, so that's next month, uh, September. Oh, geez. There's, um, Jojo's bizarre adventure. I get I mean, that there's definitely probably going to be a fan base for that. Right. Uh, dark tide was delayed on console. That's for some reason still on this list. How about evil West? Uh, that one, I know a lot of people looking forward to. Still um, on. Yeah. Still on for September. Um, the Dio Field Chronicle uh, for JRPG fans on Xbox. Square threw us a bone over here on Xbox, everybody. <laughs> Play the demo. If you like JRPGs, if you like strategy games, if you like tactics games, this is a blend of all three. I absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I cannot wait for this game to come out. Um, it is a full-price game, which at first glance, you'd be like, is that really? But like, if you look at games like Fire Emblem and like um, games like that, usually they sell... Pretty much full price because they're big games, right? You can get probably hundreds of hours into something like that, like this. Um, much like Ogre Tactics uh, remastered coming out on PlayStation as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we got uh, DFO Chronicle. Then we got you know FIFA and um, ooh, uh, wow, September's looking a little lean here, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just uh, be straight with you. Um, there's really that's it, you know, for bigger games. Uh, River City Girls 2 for River City fans, River City Girls fans. Mm-hmm. That, that was a great uh brawler back on the uh, um, was that 360 originally? I think pretty sure, not sure on that one. Oh, there's session. I don't know if it goes back to the 360, I think it goes back to Xbox One actually. I could be wrong, maybe, maybe Xbox One. So the September is no. looking really lean. Now, is session coming out of preview? Um, I think so because its release date slated here is September twenty second. Okay, well, I think that's also when grounded. Isn't that when grounded is supposed to come out of one point Is in September? Uh, so. yes, yes. It's not on this list. I guess they IGN doesn't yet. care about it. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's also uh, what was there? Oh, I saw this game and I saw a. Uh, I mentioned of it today, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, which is a sequel to a game that I just 
checked out the other day and was pleasantly surprised about it. Uh, this is a like top down CRPG style game, kind of classic Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter Nights uh, type of Based on thing. D rules. Yeah. yeah. Divinity almost kind of if you're familiar with these kind of games. Um, I was pleasantly surprised what I played of the first game. So this is now on my radar. But wow, that's September, and there's really like nothing really jumps off the screen right now. It's like, oh, that's a big ass like wow. I've been really looking forward to that for a year, you know. Um, uh, then we get to October. Um, Starts warming up again. Scorn. Persona is coming to Xbox for those that have never gotten yeah. to play a Persona game. That's, that's a big all deal. That matters right there. End the end of list. That's all. End of list. Nah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we got Scorn. Mm-hmm. And October is where it heats up. You got okay. Let me, let me get back a little bit because I skipped one. Plague Tale Requiem, mm. Game Pass, Game Pass Day One, October eighteenth. Game Pass. Yep. Yep. Scorn's on Game Pass. That's October twenty first. So within three days, we get two huge games. But not only that, isn't Persona Five Royal on Game Pass yeah, as well? Game Pass. <laughs> so that's yeah. three massive games between the eighteenth and the twenty first. Right, because three massive games the twenty first of October, unless these games get delayed, I shouldn't have said that. Um, these will have a fantastic late October uh, because it doesn't stop there. Gotham Knights hits on the twenty fifth, um, which is going to be an absolutely amazing game for me. I'm really looking forward to it. I know some people out there like don't like what they see out of some aspects of the game, and that's fine. Um, Die grass! You'll never, you'll never grow again. <laughs> what was that? What was that from? <laughs> that was from Gotham Knights. That uh, <laughs> shout out to Fonz. Fonz had used that on RDX when he was talking about the dialogue from Gotham oh, Knights and shit. how bad it was. Yeah. one of the guys that are burning. Was down it that Robin first building? No, when you're fr- when the the gang that's burning down that building or that uh, mansion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that whole yeah, one of them is yelling, "Die, grass, die! You'll never grow again. Burn." <laughs> that's that's fantastic dialogue. What, what, what I don't understand what y'all have issues with there. Um, uh, high on life, also the twenty fifth. Game pass and game, game pass. pass day one. So between the eighteenth and the twenty fifth, you got Playtale Requiem, Persona Five Royal, uh, Scorn, and High on Life. And you also have Gotham Knights dropping that same day. And then on the 27th, for RPG fans out there, Star Ocean, the Divine Force comes out. Mm-hmm. So I just think those four games in Game Pass already pay for your entire year of Game Pass. If you yeah. could technically play them all like I will. That's, yeah. that's right there in one month. It's crazy. It's crazy. And Matt's been smelling Gotham Knights in Game Pass since the beginning of the year. So who knows? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I have, but now that I'm looking at this list, are they going to drop another one on that same damn day? Like, I don't no. know. It's no. because because of the release dates, I'm thinking I'm gonna getting off that train here. Um, I would love it. If it gets delayed, it'll come to Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also dropping on the 28th, just a day after Star Ocean, guys, guess what? There's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. That's probably going to be <laughs> the big Game Pass eventually. Biggest game this year. <laughs> game Pass eventually, for sure. Um, unless for some reason some craziness goes on, but uh, My Warfare Two is about to take over everything. So. Yeah, that's yeah. that's going to be a yeah. monster game, guys. Like the, the anticipation for this Call of Duty is extremely high, extremely high. Yeah, um, that's another game eventually coming to Game Pass. You know, it's hilarious though. You know what game is coming out also on the twenty eighth? Uh, that is a multiplayer focused uh, experience. It what? is uh, Resident Evil Reverse. Oh god. <laughs> they actually gonna launch that thing? 
on the same day that Modern Warfare Two comes out. <laughs> oh, they they're, oh, so they're, they're really trying it. to kill it. I thought, so I thought re- yeah. oh man, I thought Reverse was like uh, Resident Evil's version of Factions. I thought we were going to see this for. I, I, it's on IGN's website I, unless it got canceled. Yeah. Um, there was a I don't demo know. you could play like uh, months ago. I don't know. If yeah, it's yeah is, is this, yeah. Is it that one yeah. where it's like four player versus one or something? Like one is like the undercover bad guy or something type of thing. Yeah, I think one person plays is like the big tall dude or whatever, and the rest are yeah. like four just like cops or whatever just running around like the. A police station from Resident Evil 2. Is it like yeah, what I played? It's, it's horrible. I watched, uh, was it uh, Miles Don Piera play it and it was just fucking horrible. Mm. It was bad. <laughs> Even he was like, this should not be released. Yeah. So uh, it's sh- just one of those things. Shout out to uh, my boy Bomber. Uh, what's up, Bomber? Good to see you, man. He said, uh, with a $2 super chat, much love from your boy Bomber. Keep killing it. Hey, dude. Appreciate you, Bomber Man. Uh, one of my favorite people out there. We need to have you on the show again sometime soon, dude. Um, good to see uh, GBT be back and you you on the on the screen there, giving your thoughts. Um, I need to catch up and play some games with you too, bro. Um, but although I don't know if you still suck at Halo, that, that as you self proclaimed <laughs> suck at Halo. I always told you you were good, but you say you suck, which was BS. You're pretty damn good. Um, Shane also hits us with a two dollar super chat. Thank you, Shane. He says, why do people only lose their mind on Microsoft delays? I think um, there's a lot of people losing their minds on the Hogwarts Legacy delay today and also the uh, Midnight Suns and Ark Raiders as well. Just this amount of delays is what it is all about. Um, Starfield and Redfall were two of the most highly anticipated games of the year. Right. Yeah, I think it's scale game wise. And then there's a lot more people looking forward. Also, when those were announced, they were announced on the same day at the same time right and not only that but it cleared out microsoft's entire first party slate pretty much for the year (laughs) right so there was a reason it's not just that like oh it's a microsoft delay let's all rag on them it's because that was their that was their year right that was their year of first party content for the most part as far as like big releases and uh both got delayed with one announcement and after Todd Howard had said, write it in ink and not pencil and stuff like that. <laughs> so they led a lot of confidence and that was a shocking time. Now, is it a huge deal? No, we all got stuff to play, but it was still like, wow, Microsoft let an, a year go through without a big first party game. Obviously, it's not affecting them too bad. Their numbers are still doing pretty damn good. So it's not going to be like a big deal for them business wise. It just kind of it just kind of sucks. But at the same time. You know, we all got stuff to play, so it's. I don't see anybody like sending death threats here on this panel, anyway. You know, it's just fuel or, for the console wars. So you just see yeah. it more, Shane. When anything Microsoft does something, you're just always going to see it more because it's just fuel for the console war. That's all. It yeah. Is at the end well, of the, the, the funny thing is, it's like if you look at the PlayStation side of things, the two games that they released this year were games that were pushed back from 2021. So, but nobody seems to recall those things or wants to talk about that mm-hmm. it's like well you know eventually games get pushed back and you know you just play them a different year but yeah 2023 is know. getting and, insane though yeah. i don't know how this many games to your point to your point fuzzy too you know like mav was saying it's just because it's such a glaring with with starfield and redfall mm-hmm. it's just such a glaring hole because yeah. they had nothing in the beginning. Whereas Sony usually has one to two 
And even if they push things, people are yeah. still talking about those one to two. So they don't even, you know, again, it's just console or fodder at yeah. the end of the day. It's just because Starfield Redfall was supposed to make up yeah. the second half of this year for my for the same. If God of War was to announce to be delayed, it would be yeah. a huge deal. Oh. Right, there would be everybody be talking about it. it'd be a massive deal. It's not only Xbox games, but it, whenever it's a first party game, it is a little bit bigger usually than just a, than a third party game, just because you have a, that whole console war aspect go on behind the scenes with all the narratives and NBS out there. Um, what the what hell, the hell was that? Was psycho. Are you okay, psycho? No, psycho? no I was watching what a video. What? What were video? you watching? No, he was. It was that video we put in the DMs where the guy was ziplining or whatever. Oh, yeah, the okay. little zipline guy. Um, it's just funny. I love, I'm sorry. I love are we it. watching that again? Yes. <laughs> it's so amusing. It's fantastic. We also have uh, one that uh, I know Jasper's going to be excited for. It. That's supposed to be dropping in in October. Uh, Nickelodeon Star Trek Prodigy Supernova. Oh That's the same people that make Peppa Pig, so Is it should it? be easy achievements. Yeah. All right, I knew you'd be excited about that one. And then I'll, LOL surprise BBS born to travel. BBs oh B not BBs sorry BBs born to travel. Uh, anybody that's got kids may I don't know. All right. Anyway, we're going to November, <laughs> and this can't be right. IGN only has four games listed for, on the Xbox listed to come out period in the month of November. <laughs> yeah. That that's can't. It, I mean, maybe it's only games with release. No, this is this is not right. It, this is But this they is saw right. that Starfield was delayed for November and they're just like we're not we're done tracking November. <laughs> All right, it sounds like you're botting bad guys. Sorry. Um what? Stop playing your zipline video. Maybe that'll Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Shit. All right, I'm looking at trying to look up this release schedule for November, and I can't rely on IGN, unfortunately, guys. So November. Oh wow, there is literally very not much to games coming out in November. Um, there, so for, we're all still going to be playing COD, and we're going to be playing Persona and everything. Yeah. Else from October. Uh, so for no, maybe the, you know maybe at these EA, the Gamescom, and all these things, some of these other games like Need for Speed or like some other stuff out there we got will some, get announced for November. Some big games coming out in we November. Got, uh, human. Yeah, Humankind, Skull and Bones. Uh, it's not on I any mean, of these lists. Is Skull and Bones November? Yeah. Yeah, yeah November. Remember, because it's releasing with God of War a couple days yeah. ago. Right. Yeah. And Goat yeah. Sim 3, uh, it's probably the biggest three for that we're getting on Xbox, but other games are Company of Heroes mm. and God of War. I shouldn't rely on IGN or GameSpot. Okay, who's, whose list are you using? We'll see who's the best. Game Informer. Game Informer. Game Informer. There's also Pokemon yeah, coming out for the Switch users that month. <laughs> Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. And that Harvest Stella game is a indie game that I think a lot of people are getting hyped about. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a Stardew or Animal Crossing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's from Square, isn't it? That's uh, a Square one. Not sure. I'm pretty sure it's yep. a Square one. And it looks yep. actually really good. It's uh, got like classic battles in it. Oh wait, yeah, that's a different. Yeah. I thought it was a different game. And for yeah, PC gamers, right. Company Heroes Three and also Dark Tide will still be launching in November. Uh, as well, and December is uh, Crystal Protocol, and that's it mm-hmm. on this list at least right now. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Also, Halo Season Three is in November, so <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's and over. Forge. Forge will be out by then, so it seems right now the month to be most excited for is late October. 
right? Yeah. Like, late October is going to be sick and give us plenty of stuff to play throughout the end of the year. Like, you can't, like, all those games, you can't finish those by the end of the year for sure, right? So, and then, but by the time January, February, March roll around, there's going to be this, hopefully, this 2023 swing. Um, and then maybe it'll be nonstop. Because, I mean, once October hits, it's nonstop because you have to finish yeah. all those by Dece- before December. And then December, it's Clipso Protocol. January, it's Dead Space. Then it's February. And then it's just like, it's mm. just the Dead Space is getting October. delayed. It probably yeah. is. <laughs> and then Xbox. <laughs> and, if the, and if the acquisition goes through by then, then we'll have all those Game Pass games too, yeah. probably by the end of December. Mm-hmm. So it'll be nuts. Yeah, it's going to be it is going to be absolutely crazy. So, you know, it's it, we got like two more months, really. And there's like a little bit of stuff here releasing here and there up until then. But once that hits, guys, going to be a freaking blast. And I can't wait. So that's a little bit of a a silver lining or not silver lining, but looking at the bright side right now with all these delays, um, still plenty of stuff to play. But it does still suck asses at the same time. Um, did they say when Midnight Suns was coming out or did they not say? Uh. I think they just said 23 didn't they early 23 yeah. early right. 23 i think is what it okay. was so all right well why is second extinction on this list oh is it, it's been game preview it's like game still releasing is anybody <laughs> still playing it no but they keep doing updates i see them on twitter all the time yeah so it's, i enjoyed the game i need to hop back in and see if there's yeah. any new content and stuff all right um so you know hogwarts RAP for 2022, but we'll see you in 2023. Um, but guys, there's also a lot of other cool stuff to to discuss. Um, what is this about the game library potentially showing up in the cloud? Right, you, mm-hmm. we had a list that kind of uh, people started finding these games. Now, uh, Pong had mentioned to me that Xbox came out and said it was a bug. Right. <laughs> but things kind of line up a little bit pretty well with like the Gamescom coming up and you have like the XCOM, the XCloud teams and stuff up there. You got a lot of Microsoft presence and you got um, those instances that just happen randomly. It's a weird bug to have on your website. You know what I mean? Um, but all of a sudden, the games like Elden Ring and uh, Vanguard. Vanguard, WWE 2K22. Um, bunch of games that may already own from third-party publishers could be playable in the cloud uh, soon. So they had always alluded to the fact that this was a feature they wanted to put in, that this was something they wanted to work on, and it was one of the first announced features when they talked about the promise of the cloud and with uh, with Game Pass and stuff when they had not announced xCloud and all these things. And um, I think that's probably imminent that we may have some news with that. And I think it's going to be pretty sick to be able to play the games that you own that aren't necessarily just in that game pass service on your different devices and stuff. Cause like on my steam deck right now, I have like these different games. I'm like, man, I wish I could play that, you know, but I don't want to buy it again on steam when I already own it on Xbox. Right. But I could play it on the cloud beta thing that they have going on there, or I could play, um for i saw people posting pictures today there's 2022 samsung tvs that have the app built in you know what i mean and things like that it's like start it's going to become more of a norm normal thing and um i don't know man this seems like kind of like the next step uh because cloud gaming has already kind of proven itself with xbox that it can be an enjoyable experience there's some people that use it more than others and it depends on your situation and your connection but it's only going to get better it's getting better and better and better. 
Um, and if I play on some TVs, like certain games, I can't even really tell. Right. And if sometimes I get like, oh, that was horrible. Right. So it kind of just depends. But um, I think in the next year or so, you know, you're going to see improvements with that. You're going to see more devices have the capability of, of, of doing it. And um, yeah, are y'all excited to potentially play so your games that thing, way? Are they going to, are they going to beta test the third party cloud games first? Like do it just certain regions like they're doing the family plan or is it just going to launch with part of X cloud and be like, we don't know. That's, Cause we they haven't the announced anything like, officially yet. Right. It's just like, just kind of data mining or like people that have like stumbled upon it accidentally on the website right now. Yeah. So that's know? what I'm saying. Like it might be like if they do a beta test for it, like for certain regions, we might not see it till like maybe next year because mm-hmm. they just might announce like beta beta is going to start like at the end of Gamescom or whatever. And like just for Germany or whatever, you know, yeah, see, kinda... my thinking was they may want to get ahead of it for some of the big holiday releases this year. Because if that's the case, then that would open up another avenue where people could potentially purchase a game without even owning a console, right? And um, I'm thinking of big titles like that. I think Modern Warfare 2 was also on that list uh, that people found. So, you know, that's a big-ass release. And you, if you don't even own a console, right? If you don't have a PS5, PS4, you don't have an Xbox, you don't have a good enough PC to really run it well you could potentially get it into the cloud, you know? Um, maybe that's something they're trying to get in before this holiday, you know? Um, what do you what do you think, Fuzz? you think that's something that they may be working on? I, I hope so. Like, for the most part, when it comes to, like, any of the games that you had owned, or at least the ones that they kind of data mined as far as, I think it was like 31 of them or so, that would be awesome to have in time for the holidays. They probably will do a small beta test, although I, I could have sworn there was a, a small beta test for some of this before, because I remember seeing something about Elden uh, yeah Elden Ring mm-hmm. uh, a while ago. And I, I know Jez had said something about it, and I thought it was if you were buying a console, they were giving you Elden Ring for free and that you could play it via the cloud as well or something it kind of disappeared. It was like something Jez mentioned and it went away. And I don't know if that was when people were testing it back then, but man, they, if they do this for the holidays on top of that family plan deal, I, I think it's going to pretty much uh, be the most demand thing as yeah. far as, Hey, just buy me cards of, uh, you know, game pass or game pass, ultimate family or something like that. And that'll be the stock and stuff for, for 2022. But uh, yeah, it'd be awesome if they, either test it or if they haven't already tested it or just, I hope they do a full out launch come yeah. uh, Gamescom. So one thing that was interesting was on that list was also that was kind of roaming out there was for spoken. Yeah. And that's like a timed exclusive for consoles for like PlayStation. Like would this be a potential workaround? Like if, the, if this happened for like <laughs> Xbox, be able to have it on their app. You know, to where like people can play it on TVs and stuff through uh, through their service. Well, I think that's depending on like Sony's contracts, where it's like you can't come to any competing platform, and if they identify yeah. the cloud as a competing platform, then because it was it would only be like on for PC because it's only coming to Microsoft Store on PC, yeah. right? Correct. So, mm-hmm. do we know how long that exclusivity is? Is it one year? Or who knows with Sony, it's right? It's supposed like, to be one year, but they, yeah, they're they're probably two years now. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know, Mav, because if they open up, because we talked about that, right? If they open up the cloud where you can stream PC games uh, to the cloud and they open it up where the console could do it, that could be a workaround because it wouldn't be in the contract because they wouldn't think about that. Bypassing those exclusivity agreements in a way. Yeah, it'd be crazy. And, and, dude. And we know we know that Microsoft wants all open storefronts, right? So if they are trying to push the boundaries, that would be one way to start doing That's it. how they did that with Apple too. Correct. They they fu- yeah. fucked Apple over well, by just saying, did it with Fortnite, yeah. right? Yeah. They just did it mm-hmm. with Fortnite and they said, Fine, you can just Yeah, they bypassed it. Right. Yeah. So maybe, maybe they're starting to try to push the boundaries if this list comes out to be true. It would be interesting. Yeah, be yeah. Forspoken is a I weird mean, one because they they didn't do it with Stray because Stray is something that you could buy on Steam, but it wasn't available on the Microsoft Store. Um, and there's a couple of other ones that were like smaller games that you couldn't get on the Microsoft Store. They were either day and date on Epic or day and date on Steam. So yeah, this is <laughs> this is unusual. And I kind of like it, so yeah. <laughs> is that a is that Apple case over yet, or is that still going on? Where Epic and Microsoft are suing Apple for locking down their platform? I think it's over, and I think it was like a lose lose across the board for Epic as well as for Apple. Like Apple had to agree to allow other payment things, and I think Epic was not guaranteed that they could be back on there if Apple didn't agree to put them back on there. Like they broke terms to service. So if Apple deems that they can return, they can return. So it was like Epic had to pay Apple some money. Apple's going to have to open up their um, storefront as far as different payment methods that are not Apple pay. And yeah, nobody really won per se. I was just trying to think back how that could like tie into kind of what we were talking about here that case yeah um it's interesting to see what's going to happen with that because this is going to be a whole thing in the future because when there's like a a change with tech and a different model of distribution there's always like the scrambling of like figuring out the new rules right yeah and microsoft's trying to set those rules for everybody right now and they're trying to say like okay it should be everything should be open and and we have the cloud infrastructure that can host everything just by chance you know what i mean but everything should be open. Everybody should be able to have their apps on whatever device and be able to sell things wherever wherever they want. And um, you got a lot of kickback, obviously, from Google and Apple and and Sony and, and Nintendo. Also, doesn't wouldn't want that. Uh, they've also pretty much come, Microsoft's come out and said that you know Nintendo doesn't really want Game Pass on their platform. You know what I mean? It's but kinda, they would love it's that. It's kind of like uh, like in the early two thousands when like the music services were starting to kick off. Like everyone's moving yeah. on from CDs and starting to stream music. That's kind of like where we're at right now with games where it's like, what's the, where's the line of where it's like, yeah, we're like the ecosystems are an yeah. app instead of just a gate kept box. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where before it's like hardware. What if you, what if back in the day you, you played CD, you bought CDs and it was, or like music CDs, you know, but it was only playable on a Sony CD <laughs> player. Right. <laughs> And it was even not even a Sony musician. It was like a it was like a different musician from like a different label, but they like paid for exclusivity on this disc that it could only pay play on that on that Sony disc man, right? That would be like ludicrous to think. But that like but that's what happens in the gaming industry. I don't know if ludicrous is a Sony artist. So. <laughs> How do you know? Um but like it would be absolutely crazy to think like what if movies right what if movies like 
came out and like you could only play this you know universal theaters new movie on a universal theaters vcr right <laughs> and it's like what the fuck you know it's just it's gaming is the only one that was di- designed yeah. that way because gaming was sell- sold as boxes first that you could then make money off of right but there's really no reason that gaming has to be that and it, as the technology is moving to where people are going to have access to the ecosystems on more than just that box I, it's going to be changing and i think those rules are new and sony doesn't want that right now so we can go ahead and get into that shit because that's what's going on <laughs> right now behind the scenes between sony and xbox with this back and forth right now going on because of you know the activision blizzard acquisition we had sony's response to brazil the brazilian regulator uh i don't know what what the committee's called. I don't know if anybody knows in the chat or whatever, but the, uh, they had to send a response to them. And I guess because of those laws, it gets open to the public. Uh, there's redacted information in there and stuff. But then we talked about a lot of that last week. Right. Um, but wow. Uh, Microsoft came out swinging with a response mm-hmm. that I think caught a lot of us off guard just because we're not used to seeing this side of Xbox. Um, like Jasper, were you taken aback by the uh, by uh, Xboxes assertiveness? I mean, I was just—I don't know. I was going to say I was kind of surprised how low Sony went with playing a victim, but that's just like basic lawyer shit. Like, yeah, just try to make any case you can. So, like, right, Microsoft is just doing the same thing. They're just like that—they're just doing their counterpoint to it. It's just all the lawyer crap. Yeah, so I mean. Lawyers exaggerate so, yeah. the like the, the most like un- pointless things at times. I and mean, they try and make a case, whatever they can figure out to move, what they can make a case on. Right. So it didn't surprise us that they went this approach. But what was funny is just how hypocritical it read. Like if you were familiar yeah. with the whole uh, industry and what's been going on for years. And, and I think Microsoft said saw that and like their lawyers went to just completely slam dunk that shit. <laughs> Right. It was like, <laughs> this is like the worst piece of trash letter I've ever seen. And it's like hypocritical out the ass. And we're just going to lay the gauntlet down and tell these regulators why everything that Sony said was complete bullshit. And, and, and their statements, um, fuzzy, did you see like a different side of Microsoft now? Like a little bit, oh. we, we got, that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause the lawyers don't have to play nice for anyone. <laughs> they, they just have to make their case and, and try to, you know, keep the, the, or, basically fight for the best interests of microsoft the uh I, I wish some of the execs could take that tone with some of their uh uh competitors and things like that but yeah it, it was nice to see that they're like well we're going to call this bs as as far as this game isn't that unique because x y and z and you know sony can do the same thing with their subscription service and sony has had you know uh paid to to keep games away from our service and such so it's like them just opening up all of the the points that you kind of we, we've talked about in the background as far as things that Sony would do in closed door meetings or backdoor deals and stuff. And they brought it to light and it's like they've had enough of it kind of or at least that's how it came across. But, you know, it's it's I don't think it's quite as, you know, forceful, but yeah, they, they yeah. definitely called all the BS that Sony was putting down on that. We, we, we can't compete. This is too unique of a, a game and it's too important and it may influence. And yeah, I, I love what their, their legal speak uh, 
uh, counterpoints were in in this regard. It, it's almost like the real console wars. Like uh, you know what I mean. This is like <laughs> this is this is like the real stuff behind the scenes, and it, and it's a and it's really a battle over um, the model of distribution and and uh, the way that and monetization and the way that the games market is going to be ha- had in the future. And Sony it chose a model that was buying exclusive games and buying marketing rights that was going to, for the biggest franchises, right. That was going to uh, create this casual generic um, brand awareness for them, right. For these mass appeal games, right. That was like, that's attached to Sony. That's attached to Sony. That's attached to Sony. And that, and it worked and they did a great job with their stellar top uh, story based action adventure games as well. Right. But is this is like them under attack now because they lost their like way of doing business, right? Because this is their number one golden child. According to them, it can't be replaced. It's the number one thing that they have. It's even above their first party games because you can't replace Call of Duty because it's in a genre of itself. Pong is uh is Call of Duty in its own genre? Uh no, as we talked about last night, of course it isn't. It's a first person shooter. Uh you can't just create new genres because of a title. Oh, dominance. the COD genre. Okay. So are we going to have like games just yeah, with no. like COD and like the on IGN? Yeah, no. Oh, is this a COD like? <laughs> so then we so then we have a we have a genre for The Last of Us because yeah. it's all by itself because it dominates. No, of course not. That's not how this works. Again, Sony Sony didn't choose a business model. They created this business model, and that's their problem. Like we talked about last night. Right. We talked about this. This is this is what the the, if you boil all of this talk down between both sides, it comes down to the fact that Sony created a business model. They dominated with that business model. Anybody who tried to come play with them inside that business model either left or failed. Nintendo decided to go make their own playing field and they started to do their own thing where they make money off of every single product they put Mm -hmm. out. Right. Including hardware, which is something that Sony and Microsoft both lose on. And so they went and did their own thing. And it was Sony and Microsoft. Well, Microsoft tried to play this game. They made their own mistakes and it showed and they failed during the Xbox One generation, which Sony then took advantage of as any good business does. And they did their own thing. And so now Microsoft, out of necessity, had to go back to the drawing board. And what they came out with when Phil in the group convinced Satya that Xbox did have a way forward, that there was something there that they could work with that would benefit Microsoft, they came up with, of course, Game Pass, xCloud, on and on and on. And they started building a brand new playing field. And they started rewriting the rules, writing their own as they trailblazed into a spot that no video game company really had done. And let me point out that Sony had PS now before game pass. They had a chance Mm. to do this. They chose not to, they got complacent. They decided that everything was hunky dory with the console market and selling their premium experience and selling to the same hundred, 120, 140 million customers. Well, when Microsoft showed up, And Satya showed up the checkbook and opened it up for Phil and his team. And they started trailblazing a brand new path with X with game pass and X cloud and all these different services. And started talking about 2 billion, 3 billion instead of 150 million cap 
Well, guess what? Now Sony got interested, but it was too late. They were too far behind and they could not change their business model. So now Sony wants to complain because now they know they're at the disadvantage. And if they come over to Microsoft's game, their new field, their new stadium, that they're going to be the underdogs because they don't have the resources. They don't have the infrastructure that Microsoft has. They're way behind. So all they're doing here is complaining that the game has changed and they weren't the ones making the rules. Plain and simple. That's what this comes down to at the end of the day. They're biding their time. They're trying to delay the inevitable, as we talked about last night, Mab. They're trying to delay what they know is happening here because they can't flip the switch. They could, but it would cost Sony way too much. They have a much. golden opportunity coming up, too. 20th yes. anniversary of SOCOM is on the 27th yes. during Gamescom. Just announced they're making a SOCOM that day. <laughs> Jasper, yeah. we talked about this. Because they got complacent, because they decided they could rely on the bread and butter, the third parties, like Call of Duty, to fill in all the holes. And all they had to do was have their first party make one type of game that would make them a bunch of money. And all the third parties would pay all the fees that came through. Sony could be very well off in that game. But they let all these other IPs, and we talked about this specifically, Jasper, last night. Had they been cultivating Killzone, had they been cultivating, you know, your Motor Storms, your SOCOMs, they would have the diversity they need from their first parties. But that's not what they chose to do. They chose their path. So guess what? Now that Microsoft broke off, now all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're lost. Wait, we can't, where'd you guys go? We can't follow you there. We don't have that kind of gear. What are you talking about? We can't do that. That's all they're doing here. So again, they're just, again, it, none of this stuff is going to change what's going to happen. The acquisition is going to go through. This is going to happen. And Sony knows this. But again, they're given the opportunity to voice their opinion. So they chose to voice it this way. And again, I don't blame them. It's business. They're going to try to hold on to that old way as long as they possibly can and try to stumble or trip up Microsoft at some point. But we all know it's not going to happen. But Microsoft came back and did exactly what I thought they would do. It's exactly why I like Sony doing this stuff. I think it lights a fire within Xbox. It reminds Phil and Sati and everybody who Sony is. And they came back. Their attorneys came back and laid the smackdown on all of Sony's points and pointed <laughs> out all of the BS, all of the hypocrisy. And now the world gets to read both sides. And again, anybody who is not being intellectually dishonest can read both sides and understand that Microsoft has got the high ground here, well, that they that, that what they are saying is real and all the stuff that people tried to dismiss about Sony doing, you know, deals with blocking Game Pass. When we got that from the Capcom leaks, we were talking about it on the show last April. We were talking two two years ago, in April 2021, we were talking about this when the Capcom leaks happened. That we've all believed it, but everybody tried to dismiss it. Well, guess what? Now the world gets to see it's all real. And again, if you're not being intellectually dishonest, you'll look at both sides and go, yeah, Sony has been doing this. This is... This is the game that they were playing and it worked for them. They were the big men on the block. They bullied everybody else around. Now that that's changing, Sony's going to complain about it. That's hey, that's the way it goes. They, yeah. they had a chance and they didn't prepare for this time. They didn't prepare for the industry changing. Now they're now now they get to play catch up and they don't have what's necessary to actually catch up as quickly as every as a Microsoft or Xbox does. So Hey, they're at a disadvantage now. That's the way. That's the way it works. We've seen it time and time again in this industry. It is what it is. Yeah, that's a hundred percent on point, man. I, 
Let's talk a little bit about these two, the, the um, intellectually dishonest, as you call it. I call it disingenuous. Um, Clowns. Clowns. There's the show, the clown shows where they're out there and they're like, no, they're just spitting bullshit, but they do it for clicks yep. and they do it for attention and they do it for uh, viewer counts and uh, interactive chats well, and, and stuff like that. And People can't say when they're wrong nowadays. It's just like, they can't admit that. They're just like, so they just a, stick to it. That's another point. Like, Even if it's like a dumbass thing you deal. said like two years ago. <laughs> Well, yeah. I'm still holding on to this until I can't no more. Um, and stop calling me out. <laughs> no, not you, baby. Um, but like for real though, there's like so many of these examples that we've been like talking this stuff. Now, this this channel is like two years old. You can go back and watch some of the original, you know, videos that we ha- I have, I've had in the, in the podcast, and you know, some of the points we've been making. You know, is a lot of these things that we see every day. Now, I don't get. It everything right you none of us do right and when we're wrong we're like hey you know yeah it was wrong well, actually but <laughs> but there's a lot of things that we have gotten right and it's crazy lately uh between the square stuff that we've been seeing between this uh, back and forth dialogue now where we actually see these real documents written by real lawyers that work for the uh, actual companies that have been exposed to the public that also kind of retroactively in a weird way confirmed those leaks that claimed to be false in the past are proving to the fact that a lot of those things that we've been saying, a lot of creators in this community that are actually just looking at things in the bigger picture and see kind of easily able to predict where things are headed, right? It's not rocket science to say that all to see everything happening and know what's going on. Um, it's just really crazy to see this stuff actually unfolding now and these disingenuous assholes that have been out there spreading toxicity and negativity out there for so long just get slapped in the face by facts from their own fucking company uh that they've been trying to tout uh all this time as something somebody that is uh, clearly not right whether it's square whether it's sony and Microsoft again. Microsoft is doing a lot of great things. Now, don't don't get us wrong. Microsoft's in it for business, right? They're in this for business. They want to control the market, right? They want to control the cloud market. They want to control all of this. They're on the ground the ground floor of this shit right now, right? They're they they have such a head start on what the future of gaming is that it's absolutely insane right now. And Sony is scared. Microsoft called them out for being fearful of the new way of a new innovative way of doing business and gaming. Right. And Sony, I believe is actually not, I wouldn't know say they're like in a panic mode, but I would say that they are definitely begrudgingly against having to do what they feel like they got to do now. Right. And to me, that does mean more meetings. It means in pay- their boards and shit and their executives are having these more passionate conversations probably about what the hell are we doing to do about this now? Like what's going on? We're losing cod. That's our golden child, even more than our own damn games. Right. But guess what? They're not losing cod. They're losing the marketing rights to cod, which they paid for to do the exact same thing that Microsoft bought them for. The only thing is Microsoft couldn't just do that. So they had to go out and buy them. Because of Sony's contracts, which negated the ability for them to even put Call of Duty and Game Pass in the first place. This all goes back to the things that Sony was doing to begin with, 
and it's come back to bite them in the ass so hard right now that it is fucking hysterical. And seeing these letters out in the public just makes me laugh. It's like absolutely hilarious. And Microsoft just simply bitch slapped them (laughs) with their comments back again, telling the entire like world pretty much with these exposed documents that they think Sony is who we all thought Sony was. And this was not really just about going, hey, uh, yeah, you know, they, they have a different take on the matter. We think this, what they think that, you know, this was like, hey, they're wrong, right? They're scared. <laughs> they're wrong. And you know what? They're fucking stupid, too. So that's probably what they're, I mean, what they're thinking, <laughs> saying, you know, like make, if you don't think, if you think Call of Duty, again, I said this last night, if you think Call of Duty is in a genre of its, of its own, make it, fucking get first person shooter yourself that's what it's called mm-hmm. it's called the first person shooter right now it is the number no. one selling biggest first person shooter in the world right but they gave up on it why because they got the call of duty exclusivity uh, not exclusivity but the marketing rights to create that brand recognition about them and they stopped trying to make kill zone they didn't even make socom anymore resistance yeah. gone when's the last first person shooter that uh that they came out Kill with Killzone in 2015 or whatever. Uh, Hayes? Yeah, was it maybe Hayes or was Killzone the last one? Like, I, I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. Psycho, are you here? You're, you've been in and out, so I'm just I checking. think, I don't know. I'm having connection issues, so yeah. let's see how long this one lasts. Yeah. What so, are your thoughts I, on Microsoft? I've been itching to get your thoughts on Microsoft's comments back at Sony. Um, It is, it's great to see that they're pushing back that they're not just laying down like they did last generation, that they're back to being competitive. Um, yes, you know, Call of Duty is going to be, uh, you know, they bought Activision, so Call of Duty is going to be no associated with Xbox now. Um, I don't think that Sony's like crying wolf because they've been doing this since, what, the, the Sega Saturn. Because they want, uh, I believe I saw a thing, I saw, uh, I forget what game it was, but it was a sequel to uh, a very popular game. And Sony's like, uh, if you put it on the Saturn, we're you no longer will be a part, uh, be able to bring games out. And they, they and they did it. Uh, I forget the game. I have to look back. But it, it's been back. They 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 took pride in like almost killing uh had a hand in killing off sega like they were proud so it was like and we all saw that they tried to do the same thing to xbox last generation and now that x now microsoft's like hold on they they're backing xbox this time around and they are not liking it they do not like to compete and we are seeing this and now they're like but we Call of Duty is not on. It's, it could be associated with Xbox. It's like, guess what? When you pay seventy billion dollars, yes, it better be associated with fucking Xbox. So they just need to be able to do. They just need to do better. Yes, they're behind in the game with the you know with their subscription service. They you know five years ago Xbox said, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. Sony started this their own subscription service first, but didn't go the route that Xbox did. That's on them. Xbox has decided to go full all in with the their gaming service day one games in the Game Pass. 
and Sony's like, Shh, we we they, they want the mon- that money that selling games and pushing units that is what Sony liked their traditional ways, and that now Microsoft is not playing by traditional means is Sony is now is how are they going to have something to confront game pass because their service without day and date is not doing it. So in their traditional ways, like Nintendo, that's a whole different monster. They do whatever they want and their fan base will, they love it. They want, we want more of, you know, porting over games with no resolution boost and nothing (laughs) for the same price. And it's, 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 it's funny to see what, Microsoft is doing things differently, pushing back, and we see we're seeing uh, Sony up in arms. We're seeing fanboys up in arms, media up in arms. It's just like everyone's. What about poor Sony? What the fuck you mean, poor Sony? They've been doing this shit all as generation, and no one's like. Everyone's like, yeah, kill Xbox, <laughs> and now Xbox is here to stay. And they're naughty, and they're serious, and they they ain't fucking around. And they're like, "Oh no, this these are poor, these are anti-consumer, these are uh, all this." They're just trying to fearmonger. This whole Xbox is like trying to buy up everything. But guess what? It's not it, it's not really Xbox that's trying to buy up everything. It's Tencent. Tencent is out here by getting, putting their hands into every little thing, and you're seeing it. And it's just, hey, you know what? It's good to see because Microsoft will keep the game, will have the best way for people to be exposed to it because you got X Cloud, PC, console, mobile because of uh, of the streaming service. So it's like they're taking the approach. A whole different matter, and Sony doesn't have a way to fight yeah. back. And now we're seeing their outcries, and it's like, man, the fuck up! You had your opportunity, you didn't take it. I'm sorry, but th- this is how we're doing things. You can keep doing what you want, but we, Jim Ryan. The knows, thing is that they can't really at this point, right? I know. Because like. It, what the one thing they, I mean, they can have they can have the market like they'll have enough of a market that they can sustain a certain amount of business for the long haul. I mean, PlayStation is yes. a very very strong brand that people love and associate with, and if they could keep doing what they're doing, but if they want to take that, I'm holding a stupid uh, Master Chief gun here. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> if they want to, if they want to go to that next level and ascend past that 150 million cap that Jim Ryan was talking about. They can't yeah. just do that, right? And that's, no, that's like what some of this is all about. Uh, and I think Microsoft's yeah. opened their eyes a little bit, you know, to oh, the bigger yeah. picture here. They're they're looking past the traditional ways of gaming, and that's the thing with, uh, you know, that's what this new and people got to remember. The, I, I see a lot of things like, oh, but Xbox did that with Tomb Raider, and I'm like, well. The thing with Tomb Raider is Microsoft published that game. But guess what? It was only timed when we saw PlayStation publishing uh, Streets of Fighter 5. Did they, did, was it just timed? 
No, that was a console exclusive because they put up money. Microsoft puts up money. They're like, we just want it for a year exclusive and that's it. And that's what they did. And they brought it, still brought it to PlayStation because at the end of the day, no one should be negated from a, certain, a third party game like that. But, you know, Microsoft's like, hey, we'll help you fund the game. But, you know, they're not keeping it from other gamers. Sony, on the other hand, does the opposite. So, it, it to me, when they're, Sony's out here crying, I, I can't give sympathy to them when they've tried so hard to really get rid of, you know, Microsoft. And so it's just, it's just like the boy called Wolf. It's like, yeah, yeah you can't fucking do that shit this time around you know i think i think when the whole tomb raider deal went down that was like a different microsoft then too though i think that was like oh yeah the whole different regime i think that was like the tail end of that and going into the new ways of thinking and then they lost a lot of budget too at that time right they didn't have much to work with and then they had to re rewrite the script right and they rewrote it uh Mm -hmm. phil spencer rewrote this and with with his team and now they're onto a new trend right and i think that it's working it's obviously working it's changing the entire industry um, and it's not just them; it's technology is changing the industry, right? It's uh, it's because of the tech that's allowing them to do this. If the tech wasn't there, this wouldn't be a thing, you know. But it is, and they're they're leading with it now and getting on the ground floor. And it just it's uh it's interesting to see like Sony scrambling really like with lawyer speak, well, like, you know. Yeah. We I mean we see how they're doing it because like Microsoft started putting their games on PC last generation. Now Sony's starting to do it. Like I just got Spider Man, mm-hmm. so that's like Microsoft's just like five, ten years ahead in certain aspects, and Sony's just now getting into that stage where mm-hmm. they're starting to put their games on PC. Well, Microsoft Eventually. was in a better position because once Microsoft yeah. bought into it, that's when yeah. the whole thing flipped the script, bro. Microsoft's, okay, we need to, we're going to get behind this because we see the vision how this is going to impact the cloud mm-hmm. and grow, and we're going to run the subscription model, which they're all for, right? Um, and mm-hmm. now it's working, and everybody's like, shit, we can't compete with that value. Where like Xbox mm-hmm. is leading with this value proposition, including the family yeah. plan that they're uh, supposed yeah. to be announcing uh, as in the Insider program in Brazil and Ireland. We're going with the twenty one ninety nine. There should be twenty five US if it stays that price. Value speaks, right? We talked about this last night, Pong. Like yeah. uh, the whole, you know, hey, remember this uh, from our favorite guy Keeley, right? Hey, uh, you know, the PlayStation's HBO and. And uh, Microsoft is basic cable or whatever and shit, right? So, like, well, what if, like, what if basic cable was cheap as hell but still had, like, the highest, same high-quality content and you could watch it on every single device? And, like, HBO, you had to only watch it on one thing and it was crazy expensive, right? That's, like, it's it's not... You can't just say this premium is premium and so it's best, right? Because if you're just selling that for what its name is, and then you're selling the name and you're selling the IPs and you're selling some high quality stuff, but then you have a mountain of fucking value where there's a lot of great stuff. There's like some middle of the road stuff. There's like different things for everybody. And and then you spread it across all these different devices and say, hey, family of five, we only want 25 bucks a month from you. And that's it. You're golden. You can play on whatever the fuck you want. And we're happy. You're going to you're subscribed to our service. We got you as a customer. You're going to buy shit within those games, too. You're going to grow. It's going to create more gamers, more attention. It's going to grow our market. Thanks for the free advertising for all the people that you tell about our service because it's so kick-ass because it is so inexpensive and provides great value. And Sony's like, $70 is better because it makes our games better. Trust me, guys. 
Trust me. And our SSD is really fast. It's like they're trying to be like Apple, but Apple's like a hardware company, not a software company. So PlayStation's model doesn't work out because you're not putting hardware every year. So it's like I'm not paying fucking premium software. It's the old school way of doing business, right? And like it's to Keeley's analogy, it'd be better if it was like Sony's pay per view to uh, (laughs) Xbox just being cable. Period. Right. Right. Correct. That's that. That's absolutely correct, Fuzzy. And what what Sony's seeing right now is the perfect storm brewing before them. And a lot of it, like we talked about last night, Mav, a lot of it they couldn't have foresaw. A lot of it Xbox yeah. didn't foresee. Right with the pandy, and then obviously now the, the recession. <laughs> all of that is adding to this storm right now mm-hmm. because, like you just mentioned, with the family plan coming out. With Xbox having a lower price device that can give people nearly the same experience, it is a current gen machine. And we already know that the masses don't care if they don't have the top of the line. That's that is for the enthusiasts. That's for us. Right. The top of the line stuff. Most people will gravitate towards the Series S when they walk into shop. And and the and the salesperson says, yeah, you can play all the same games on the S. It doesn't matter. That's fine. You can. Do you have a 4K TV? Oh no, you don't. Do you care about 60 frames, 120 frames? Well, the S does that. But if you really don't care about all that, the S is the perfect machine for you. And when that price hits 199, and then you've oh, got yeah. the family plan, and then you've got Call of Duty in Game Pass on top of it for the masses. And I'm just talking about the consoles. We're not even getting into everything else. That right there is its own perfect storm. And then you throw in xCloud. Then you throw in TV apps. You throw in phones. You throw in all this other stuff. Nude, HD, XYZ. Great to see you. It's been a while, my friend. Um, Listen, when you throw all that into the mix, Sony sees what's coming. Like, they, they are not dumb. Jim Ryan is a business numbers guy. I'm sure they've run tons of different scenarios and analytics. And they understand, like you're talking about, Mav, the value is going to be undeniable to anybody who does the bare minimum research that parents do during Christmas time and holidays and all that kind of stuff. The bare minimum to the masses is going to show them why would I buy anything but an Xbox? There was a like that, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so there was a meme going around sense. where you could buy like three Series S's in the uh, fucking family plan of Game Pass, and it's like the same price as a PlayStation Five bundle with like four games. It's like, right. I can get yeah. three Xboxes and just send them to friends and get a family plan and play four hundred games. Right, <laughs> exactly, and that's exactly what's going to happen, and that's why they're so that that's why they're so concerned right now because yes, they'll be fine. They they will they can maintain where they're at to a certain degree, but are they going to lose? a part of that 140 million or whatever they sold PS4 wise. Yeah. They're going to lose a portion of that. And to Sony, that's a big thing because to Sony Corp, the PlayStation is the main breadwinner. And that's the problem. Whereas Microsoft has got tons of different pillars. Xbox is now a pillar, but it's one of the small ones. And so for Xbox and Microsoft overall as a corporation, it doesn't matter, but for Sony, it does. So they're going to either have to take a gigantic risk with their entire corporation and put a sink a ton of money into PlayStation to start to catch up, or they're going to have to sit back and reevaluate their entire business model, which they're already doing, obviously, with PC and all that stuff, but they're going to have to make a decision. Look, we can't compete on that level, so we're going to have to find our own kind of niche 
kind of like Nintendo did, and we're going to have to live in that niche and then try to slowly kind of build right. out. Which they can do. Meanwhile, they Xbox don't... is, but yeah, they could do, but Xbox is going to be pulling ahead and everything, yeah. like constant. I mean, that's what's going to happen here. Yeah. And a lot of markets, too, that you wouldn't be expecting them to succeed in necessarily, because the cloud thing, again, is like a, it's like a Trojan horse, you know, like, um, it just with mobile gaming and the more devices that are going to keep coming out for that as well. Uh, we just saw um, Logitech partnering up with Tencent, and I guess it's also going to have my Microsoft Games or Game Pass is going to be playable on that as well and stuff. And with for a, a, their own handheld uh, Logitech, and uh, you're going to see other things pop up left and right. I think with this, as it, the cloud gets better, because who wouldn't want to just be able to play their entire damn games library on the go? And it's not like phones anymore. Like uh, even switches can play the cloud. Cloud, right? With you have a lot of games come out on Switch that are only playable in the cloud because it's a potato, uh, <laughs> and they can't really play much uh, <laughs> natively, right? But uh, uh, you're just seeing like the whole model changing, right? And you know, value always wins, especially if you have good quality within that value. Now, if, if you just have like the piece of shit, like that's just like yeah. crappy, nobody's going to want it. You know what I mean? But that's not the case yeah. here. Look at we've Game all those games coming games, out, man. It'd be a different story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Oh, we we but listed a not... bunch of those games coming out last night, Pong, and there's a yeah. mountain of games, way more than Sony even has announced right now. Right. That we know names for that are coming to Xbox that are going to be in this service. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty damn crazy. Um, Alvin hit us with a $5 super chat. Thank you, sir. Alvin. Uh, let me let's see if I can scroll up a little bit. He said, uh, our healing era is over. We are now in our DPS era. I hope that recent Xbox mm-hmm. tweet was a signal warning. Thanks for the $5 super chat. It's definitely there. I would say added teeth to those comments. You know what I mean? Back to, uh, Back to Sony. They do not want to lose this deal, and they're not going to let Sony play the victim here without recourse, right? And uh, they had to go and educate the regulators to make sure they understood the business and the history of what was going on, right? Um, also, Lord Rathmus. Thanks, man. I appreciate the $5 Super Chat. Uh, five pounds Super Chat. He says, thank goodness for Xbox. Looking back, as Sony had managed to get rid of Xbox, I don't think I'd be much of a gamer. I couldn't afford to be. How much do you think games would be Guys, you 80 think bucks, 80, 90, probably, yeah, hundred dollars, <laughs> 75 to 80. Yeah. Yeah. If the PC market, the-, the PC market keeps it down too, right? Cause the PC gamers won't tolerate too much, but like, um, we still get console taxed to this day. It's li- literally ludicrous. And you have people sitting out there like, I said ludicrous again, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I was like, Oh, he's back again. Luda. Um, <laughs> It's uh, it's ludicrous. It really is that games release a different price on the different platforms when it's like actually has a higher spec technically on PC, right? Um, so it's like, what is the reasoning there? Is it just because you know what it is? That's the that's the real answer. It's just because it's just because they can, and uh, you have people still celebrating and championing seventy dollars games like it's like necessary for the industry. With only ten dollars extra, you can feed this hungry dev. He won't have to sleep in his office. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of that dev that came out and actually was like, "Hey, uh, I worked hard on this game. I got paid all this money for it, and there's a lot of other people that made this game 
it's worth $70. And if you don't think so, don't buy it. Right. And it's like, wow. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, you have like the devs championing $70 games. Uh, they well, wouldn't make, yeah. and I don't think they make more money if the publisher charges more. <laughs> um, no. and I think it just depends on how many copies it sells or whatever the price point is and how much revenue the game brings in as a whole. Right. And so far we haven't seen necessarily a big success with the $70 games model. Uh, it hasn't worked for Sony very well with a lot of their first party games so far, uh, dropping in so- software sales. And in reality, I think a lot of the companies give you a bonus if you sell like so many like, copies, don't they? They're like, yeah, hey, here's like a little bonus check. <laughs> they give a bonus on sales in some cases, and they also give a bonus on Metacritic. Uh, or yeah, which is absolutely asinine as well. Which it's, is the worst thing in the yeah. world. I can't. Be, I yeah. can't imagine ever being a dev and being like, "Yeah, that sounds fair. I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and sign off on some random, <laughs> no nothings reviewing my game and giving yeah. me a score." <laughs> that, as we've seen time and time yeah. again over there, I, no, they, they don't even finish the damn games most of the time, and you, they're they're like yep. dictating the pay for developers. That that's absolutely <laughs> one of the most stupid things I've ever heard of when i found that out originally and i you know i get that they want to try and promote quality within their studios and that's really the reason behind it but you know what like just go they're not even in control at the end of the day because like the, whoever's up is like no we got to put the game out like yeah. battlefield they're like we got to put the game out mm-hmm. we can't delay it so it's like <laughs> literally it if i fucks so, them over even more yeah we, we know people that in the community that like are on fucking like metacritic and open critic and stuff like that and um and we've seen a lot of reviews from different people and clickbait articles and stuff that get posted on these things. We've seen like uh, there was like a British like magazine that people read on the trains. It's like kind of like a smut mag that does like uh, gaming reviews that actually got like in some of them and they get rated like games really low a lot of times and they're in there as well. So like these like dumb little art articles from like some people that are just looking for clicks sometimes, right? Uh, dictate the amount of money dev makes more than the $10 extra that Sony would charge or Activision or um, EA or Ubisoft in this case with skull and bones. Do you think that, let me ask this. I know we're getting out off track on a little tangent. Cause whenever $70 games gets brought up, it's like a, um, it's a thing for me, but do we think skull and bones with Ubisoft? Do you, th- do we think that's the best avenue for Skolan for $70 for that game? Do we think that will help the game or hurt the game? Hurt it. Hurt it. Hurt it. Why can't Ubisoft $40 game and game pass? They won. That's what it should be. Why can't Ubisoft see that? You know, like. And they had before, because remember when they dropped the price on Extraction? Yeah. Right before it yeah. dropped, remember? They they figured it out right away, and it probably helped Extraction to have that lower price point and being Game Pass at the same time. But Skull Bone should be in the same spot. Ubisoft should be going, what are we doing? Why are we going to charge this much for this game? This should be, again, I thought it was going to be free to play. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, where unless I was if there's at some, it. like, magical in-game content that they haven't shown off, but... And, and yeah, I just think this should be a max. This should be like extraction forty dollar game to start yeah. out. That's where I'm at with it. Max. I'm, I think uh, even if it was just sixty, I don't. I think people would be less apprehensive about it if yeah. it was just a regular sixty. But the minute you go seventy, it's like really, come on. Like, oh, is there like special controller features in this game or something? Or yeah, I I just don't. I don't get it. Like. I, I had this conversation with Benji on one of his like live shows before where it's like, is there 
yet a $70 game that sold 10 million. And it's, it's kind of yes. And kind of no, the only ones that have sold over 10 million at this point are ones that are cross gen that also have a $60 component. And the $60 component is almost like 80 or, or 70 or 80% of the sale. So the $70 price point now, I think, has kind of made a lot of people pause and look at, you know, or wait for sales or something like that. And I think with Ubisoft being the, the type of game uh, company where a lot of their stuff goes on sale, and I know you've said this before, it's like, oh, just give it three, three months weeks. and it'll be like 50% off. Three <laughs> weeks, Black Friday for this one. Black Friday yeah. for this one, it's going to be half It'll be, watch. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, tw- at least $20 off. Yeah. It'll be so 50 bucks. Like, yeah. Once the first it's, weekends and they see their sales expectations, like half of what they thought, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, it, it's like almost they, because of how long this game's been developed, like, we need that extra $10. Instead of looking at the long view, the long run, that if they put it at 70, there are more people that will be not. Because, like Pong said, we all, like, a lot of people thought it was a free to play game. And then. <laughs> It's $70. And then you see the video and then it's like, hmm, what content are they going to, are they not revealing that makes it $70? So <laughs> there's, there's a lot in there that it just, it's a head scratcher. So I, I, I don't get it. And then of course it, this it's it, unfortunate. It's one of those games psycho, that psycho. Becomes... If they're thinking psycho. If they're thinking like that, Beyond Good and Evil Two is going to be like ninety bucks by the time. It comes out. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> I, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the collector's edition and then no base edition. Well, that Let's might be that. on uh, the next gen console. So who knows what the price will be then? Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I've seen so many bad takes with this argument, and it's like about the necessity of it and stuff like that. And really, it's it all comes down to like. For me, the risk versus the reward, right? The publishers are trying to set these price points to where they think it's going to sell enough to where they're going to make the most money, right? And it was a test when they went to 70 because they wanted to see if they would lose any sales that would counteract the amount of money, the extra money that they would make, right? We haven't seen any uh, detraction from monetization of microtransactions in the games. We haven't seen any jump in quality in the games or any extra a lot of time to develop these games. In fact, a lot of those games that were 70 bucks are some of the most greedy publishers out there that rush their games out before they're ready. Um, and then also we haven't seen any other improvements. In fact, we've actually only seen decline in sales on a lot of these games. Um, and I haven't seen a really a reason to say that it's a good thing, um, especially when you have other games that had a more traditional pricing model go out there and kick ass, right? And guess what? They were on. Yeah. The, they were in development for a long time too. Like Elden Ring, how long was it? Like seven years? Like I think something like that. Five, seven, five to seven years at least, right? Elden Ring was uh, since we originally started hearing about it and where that it came was only out. Last gen only was next gen. Well, so and I like how people. What is that? Bring the, it's on PC no, too, people, right? Yeah. And people bring up to the fact that. You know, this isn't the first time we've seen these prices. If you go back to the 90s, Nintendo and Sega tried this as well, but it failed miserably. Mm -hmm. And that's why the prices dropped back down again, because, yeah, there was $90 Nintendo games, right? There was that, but it didn't, they couldn't sell. And that was back when they were selling to a much smaller market than we have now. And that's always my point. Yeah, they tried it, but they were selling less copies by like tenfold back then compared to nowadays when you got this pool of, you know, 
whatever you want to say on a console is 150 million. That's a much bigger pool nowadays. So the fact that, and, and there was no monetization back then, there was no digital back then, everything, you know, they were paying for the carts to it's be one made. And done. <laughs> exactly. That's all it was, right? So nowadays, with how much bigger the audience is, how much more potential you have with monetization, with digital versions costing you a fraction of what the physical versions used to cost uh, cost you to print. That was there, always a thing. There's too. no reason for this. Like people would say, not. when everything goes digital, the price of the game go down like 10 20 dollars it's like no actually it went up <laughs> well that, that's the other yeah. thing too all, all other media goes down over time once the yeah. platform comes out and again how we talked about earlier like this is, gaming is the only one that has like oh you can only play these games on here or like or whatever um and i think that it's it's just weird to see the arguments of the opposite like at times it comes from the same people that have these other takes about Sony and like their games being superior and that they are should be able to keep their marketing rights because it's better for the industry. And I mean, just like weird shit, you know what I mean? Like it just, it's, it's strange to see like people like consumers, right? Consumers championing, paying more and getting less. Yeah, I wonder if it's also. I wonder if it's also a thing like maybe a lot of casuals don't mind it because maybe this is like their first time getting into gaming. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, I remember paying fifty dollars for games back in the day on like an OG Xbox. That was the price, and then three sixty went to six. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. So, like, maybe it's just like we have a a past and a history with gaming, so like we kind of understand like yeah where the prices should be. Like maybe casuals don't have that, you know. I don't know. Yeah, That's but just... also like the younger audiences are not used to paying very much for gaming. They're actually used to paying like nothing for gaming, right? Yeah, there's yeah. more free to play. Right, there's like too, you're, yeah. the seventy dollar games like Battlefield are competing against Warzone, right? Which is completely free. It's competing against games like Fortnite. It's competing against uh, what's like uh, all those other PC games right, that are free to play as well. Um, and, or other well, and the younger games. generations are getting used to that now. So yeah. they're in for a bigger shock because there's kids right now that don't even get that games cost something mm-hmm. <laughs> out there because they play free to play games all the time. Right. So yeah. they don't even understand. Like, that's not how they're growing up beyond the beyond just the fact that they don't need hardware to play their games and they don't have that thing that we have where we get you know we play on hardware we like our hardware these kids are growing up totally different as well so all these companies are in for a rude awakening when these generations start growing up and are like why are you charging me for a game like what what is this (laughs) what what are we doing if i want to buy if i want to buy some costumes in your game okay cool i'm cool with that but charging me up front what no 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 give me free give me free and yeah, they, especially they the in-game like content Fortnite, as far as when, when it went uh, like cross progression and everything, it's like, wait, I bought these skins on Nintendo. Why are you giving me a problem on PlayStation or PlayStation? I, I bought the skins while I was playing on PlayStation. Now I'm on PC. Wait, where are my skins? Why why can't I get those same ones that I already paid for? So yeah, it, it's it's definitely going to be a, a tough fight for these companies later on. Yeah, well, that's and that's the thing that people. Um, I've I've seen like right now we're about to get it into uh, a pretty major uh, recession here if things don't shape up and when it they look, I know but it's going to affect the market more in gaming uh, a lot of developers and a lot of studios have said and have came out like 
you know, people are like, oh, no, this is the gaming industry is not recession proof. So with Game Pass and gamers having a a smaller uh, way to get into gaming, like with Game Pass, you got so you're you're only putting what 10, 15 bucks, 25 bucks for a family of, you know, five or so. And it's just that $70 game price point is going to hurt a lot of these studios a lot if they keep going and pushing this and they, they try to get greedy and we're, you know we're seeing sony's doing it jim ryan's trying to be like no we need to start doing a little bit with the subscription service so we can get uh you know residual in uh money income coming in more than just the $70 price point because we only have, you know, what was it? Uh, a couple of these games, like 10, 20 million copies is like what they usually sell at, like the, the best selling games. Like, really, like 10, I mean, you had the, you know, the 140 or 100 and what, 10, 105 million consoles, and you're only selling 20%, like, tw- they have more than that. Base. Supposedly, was it like how many PS4s and PS5s it's, it's a, total? It's at least 117 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's okay. 120 or something. Like yeah. That. yeah, but but the the big thing is how many of us here have had more than one PS4? So they're they're counting each one of those PS4s. Like I know in my house we've had two PS4s and I still have them and my PS5 and I bought mm-hmm. two PS4s as gifts for family. So those those count but i'm not buying software for all of them and i game share with my wife's console so it was like okay i buy the game once it's playable on both playstation so the the best they're going to get is a 50 percent you know attachment rate but i'm not buying every game that they put out and no yeah it's it's exactly that sucks so and and that's what we're going to see we're going to see a shift and how people come into the the gaming market and they see microsoft's a value and like what Pong and I mean you said, Mav, last night, I believe, is that hey, uh, if I gotta get rid of subscription services or I need to, you know, tighten up my wallet, I I'll keep the twenty five dollars because the whole family pays, plays, and you know they'll keep Game Pass because they get day and day games, they get a great experience, so they you know, and they'll keep that that seventy dollar game. They, you know, they might not buy it if they had some. If you know, if you might have some extra, extra bucks, maybe you'll buy a a, a copy or two. That uh, but, that reminds so, me. I I work with someone, and they're like, uh, yeah, I only play Sony games, but I'm not I'm not buying seven dollar games. They can go fuck themselves. Like I was like, I always wait for a sale. I'm like, why do you only play Sony? This? Wow, like, I'm just a fan of those kind of games. I guess you know what I mean. Like whoever, if you're a fan of like the the those. Sony games, we all know the kind of games we're talking about, right? Like, then you know what? Like, that's great, and they're still gonna. That's why they're always gonna have that audience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even if they have to wait for sales yeah. or whatever, they're always gonna have that audience and stuff. But like again, they're, I think they're missing out on the bigger picture of the wider, more mass market, and they can still put out great quality games and appeal to more people, and and grow their audience even more using their brand and and like. If they came out and really started to really try and compete with the subscription service and really tried and, you know, they're, maybe they can't right now just because 
they need more studios, they need more acquisitions, they need more people to make more different kinds of games, right? That's one of the reasons they're in these acquisition phase. Because only what they have now is capable of doing so much. Like that's why Microsoft's been stocking up their stable, right? Because that's what it takes to run this kind of service. But like Sony could start a little bit better than what they are right now. Um, they would have to switch off doing timed exclusive and do a day ones into the service instead of doing just timed exclusive deals. But, right. They got to stop shilling out money for stupid shit that has worked yeah. in the past. Start shilling out money for things that are going to bring you recurring revenue. Right. Instead of just like the one off deals that you're trying to attract people to the platform. I think Sony's got people sold on the name PlayStation. Right. It stands for something. And if they keep coming out it's with just like Apple. Yeah. yeah. It's it, just like Apple. They've convinced their consumers that they're getting that premium experience that they can't yeah. get anywhere else and overpaying is worth it. That's and, what they've done. And if you if you can sell <laughs> The Last of Us one five times probably and people are still gonna come out in droves and buy it, right? Um God of War, you know, you got a lot of those great great games, great franchises, and and they're synonymous with Sony as they should be, because they're their games, right? And but in order to have that subscription service really going it takes more than those three games, four games a year, you know, and it's going to take those third party deals. It's going to take getting more of these variety because if you there's only a certain type of audience that really loves those games. Right. It's a big audience. It's a it's a very large audience, um, but not even as large as the amount of people that own the console itself. Right. Because like you said, the attach rate, well, we're at 117 million PS4 is roughly or so. And how many copies of Horizon Forbidden West and GT7 sold? Combined, um, like I think it was 6.4 million or something. Yeah, 6.4 <laughs> some, around that, right? So for me, I'm saying like, okay, GT7 is like a live service type game. You can, It's got microtransactions, all this stuff in it as well. You should be able to make money the more people get access to it. And you also need a reason for, to get people to subscribe to your extra and premium services instead of just staying in essentials. So why not put that game in there? You know what I mean? Like there's certain decisions that they could make that would help that speed along. And they're not doing it because they are so begrudgingly not wanting to do this. They don't want to do it yet. Right. But they came out the service because they kind of felt like they had to, I think. How is MLB the show not in the service yet? Probably because of the game pass deal, because because the game pass deal is (laughs) keeping it from going into PlayStation plus. I, if it's, I doubt that. If it's no, anything no, because, like the contracts. No, 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 no. No, because, I'm sorry to interrupt, but because, what is it, Bug Snacks is in Game Pass, but it is also... Uh, well, it's individual contract-based, to too. Maybe Microsoft said that you can put on Game Pass service. But that's a, third, that's a third-party uh, game, too. It's not a Sony game, right? Bug Snacks. So that, that publisher but could it, do whatever and yeah, sell individual rights. The first rights. But, but MLB The, the Show is a Sony game, right? And yeah. I don't know if the with that, because of the how big that game was, you know, if that was a situation to where they, maybe they came out and was like, okay, this is going to be Game Pass, and this is going to be in our, in our, pla- in our uh, subscription service. And that's why you have things like Ubisoft has like some games on PS Plus, but they have some games in Game Pass. There's not as much crossover. You know what I mean? Like... Valhalla is in PS Plus, right? But we got Origins and Odyssey and all that shit in, in, in Game Pass, right? Or you got Far Cry 4 in PS Plus and you got Far Cry 5 in Game Pass. You know what I mean? So there's like, 
I think there's like deals that go where you can't have necessarily depends on the contracts on both. Um, just like movies and TV shows. That's the way they do movies, right? Like they, Hey, for a time period, we're going to put this on this platform. And then let's say this movie leaves Netflix, then it can go onto Amazon prime or it can go to Hulu or whatever, but you don't see a lot of those movies go onto both at the same time. Right. So it's kind of the same thing with that. I think is how they're treating it. There may be also, some crossover. Just trying to get as much money as possible. I, I out agree. Of it. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's just it. It's a shook up Sony. I think this generation. They just don't know how to handle a uh, a Xbox backed my uh, or a Microsoft backed Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I mean, the I show was. How when did the show come out? March, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, opening day. Right. So April? Oh, maybe April. Right. So I think. Um, I, the, the the newest game that they have in PS Plus from PlayStation is actually like sixteen months was old. It? I think. I think there was was Return. tiny no tiny Tina Wonderlands. Was that just a trial or? Was I'm that talking a... about PlayStation Studios, not oh. the, not third party. Third party. They even had Stray. Was day yeah. one, right? Yeah. So, but from like actual PlayStation Studios, I think they had the first the oldest game at launch of the service was fourteen months, which was a newest game was Returnal, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I, I, it's just, I just think they could do more than they are no, right now. You now, know, do, now, do you guys think like the games, like days gone, like they, they have come out and said that it didn't do well, but fans love the game. Those type of games, could they possibly just go into their game service? Like, oh, we didn't make it on the $70 end, but we'll throw it in the, the subscription service and make it back that way. Possibly, uh, as well, like a backup to make some more money. I, I think it's in there. The only thing I, I wish they, well, I'm pretty sure they're looking at the analytics of how many people are playing it while it's in the service and stuff. And it, I think days gone was even one of those games that was part of that PS five collection thing, where if you had just regular PS plus, you got this mini collection before they did the service, but it would, it, it would make sense to have that as a backup. So like what uh, was it horizon forbidden West and GT seven, since they, didn't necessarily do the 10 or 20 million uh, sales numbers that, you know, they probably were hoping for putting in the service with to at least to me makes sense. I mean, uh, I don't know. Sony, I think you're right. They're, they're, they're definitely shook this, this generation. Yeah. Yeah. This is not the same Sony that we saw in the PS4. So it's like, it's, it's interesting. No, it's exactly the same Sony. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. It's not the, the, they're not as dominant as they have been. They're not cocky. They, you know, they strutted in the beginning, and then Microsoft kind of like slapped them a little bit, and then they slapped them again. And now they're <laughs> like, they're the car ring. Like, no, we 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 we're, we're playing even, but we we can't. And uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah, I think they started out trying to be the same and maybe even go even more with that identity, like really oversell that, right? Hey, this has been what's working, the quality, the premium stuff, you know, so we're going to really double down on that image, right? Only on PlayStation. This is a only place to get next actual true next gen games. Remember all this shit? Like, um, and guess what? We believe in generations mm-hmm. and, and all of these things. And like this whole thing, just, just kind of like spewing BS to like the fan base. Right. And then I, we're our games are worth seventy dollars. Even our director's cuts, we're, we're remastering PS4 games and adding haptic feedback and resolution and FPS boost. 
Uh, those are going to be worth the extra money. Trust me, guys. And then all I mean, the stuff, it's just, then they're coming out and seeing what's happening on the other side with like Microsoft's, wow, people are liking this? I thought thought everybody hated Xbox, you know? The, the obvious tell that Sony's trying to do this is like, we want to be that premium brand, is they made the PlayStation 5 look like a fucking spaceship or whatever instead of just <laughs> making a box. It's like... Yeah. I, I feel like it should make noise like a like a spaceship taking off when I turn it on. <laughs> you know, it's like they went for looks over just like function. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah Shizno brought up a good point. The chat says, how do we share games again, Sony? Like if they <laughs> now, if if the 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 five if the twenty five dollar game pass thing family plan comes out right and actually hits like and gets mass appeal and stuff. I want to see Microsoft please come out and be like, this is how you share games and have like a kid on an iPad. I want to have like um, the mom like at her PC. I want to have the dad on his Xbox. I want to have a teenager like on the fucking fridge. I want to have like grandpa on the <laughs> dashboard of the, of the Jeep Grand Cherokee and the, and the passenger seat. I want to have uh, uncle Buck, upstairs on the fucking uh, tv app and everybody this is a weird family you know what it is <laughs> yeah everybody is playing the same game and and their subscription and game pass ultimate and 25 dollars flash on the screen yeah right and then i want to see sony come out and do like this is how you share a game and hold their physical box and go like call up their friend. Hey, can you come over? I got a game to share. Hey, please don't scratch my fucking disc, bro. Um, <laughs> and and give him the game, right? Which you know, and also like the other thing is like that whole thing was BS because like eighty percent of their games now are digital sales, right? You can't do that yeah. with digital, right? But you can with this plan, right? So you know, it's just like interesting, like a whole how much has changed since two thousand thirteen, right? And we see kind of how far ahead like Xbox was thinking even back then where it kind of slapped in their face. It didn't work out now, but now's the time and they're doing it the right way, focusing on gaming. Right. First and, and value. Right. So, um, man, it's crazy to see the reactions out there uh, in the industry. And we're going to see even more because once that onslaught goes that avalanche of subscribers really starts doubling down into the ecosystem um yeah uh sony's gonna have to step up that ps plus game i really think so but they don't have to they already got 45 million users xbox Land 30. <laughs> yeah i've seen that like the switch and that was the original <laughs> ps plus <laughs> it's the same thing it, you know ps plus essentials has about 44 probably and then like ps what was ps now rolled into ps extra and premium now probably is, has about 3 million plus mm-hmm. whatever they probably got some new subscribers you know uh, i think overall their their uh, services revenue was up 2% um so within the and that's year over year now remember we they had lost some subscribers mm-hmm. right so there must have been some comeback and subscribe to this service. And I think that overall, they probably got a little boost, you know, um, but they're competing well, you signed against up for it, didn't you? I did because it was only a little bit to convert my subscription over. And guess what? I got to play stray day one. I didn't have to buy it. So it added value. 
they got me because it was cheaper to do that. Right. And now I have more things to look forward to and play in there. And if they don't announce more stuff by the time that this period is over, I'm going to cancel it. You know what I mean? And that's why they got it. They got to bring out the content, dude. They got to bring out the content to keep those players invested into that ecosystem, because if not, they're going to be relegated into that Nintendo style, but not as much. Right. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, well, guys, it's been two hours. Kate, Kate, uh, just sure. because I, uh, I didn't, I didn't go to her because I didn't like know about like I, I didn't think she had anything damn thing to say <laughs> about this about this topic. Um, so I, I, I miss you, babe. Love you, babe. And uh, I want to make sure everybody knows where to find you. So we'll get started with the outros. I want to thank everybody in the chat for coming out and hanging out with us tonight. I see lots of awesome people. Sup, Lemon? How's it going, dude? Sup, John nine oh seven. Uh, Talos Ray, I was here pretty much the whole show. Lord Roughness, she's no elite. Uh, Invader, what's up, Invader? How's it going, man? Um, I appreciate everybody hanging out. Alvin, uh, again, Fifth Horseman, what's up, dude? Uh, Gil Gamesh, what's up, Gil Gamesh? Uh, uh, lots of awesome people. Uh, Focus Active, saw you spooky. I saw you sharing those pictures of the uh, Xbox Ultimate on your on your TV, bro. Appreciate that. Uh, Def Leppard. Man, so many freaking cool people here. It's nice when we have real people in the chat. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, real so, people are great. Yeah, so appreciate real people and um, thank you all. Hey, anybody watching this after the fact, leave a comment. Uh, let us know what you think about uh, Xbox's comments. What you think about the cloud gaming of potential like games that you own coming to the cloud. Also with. Um, all these delays. Let us know what you think about that. Uh, check us out also on audio platforms. We got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. Xbox Ultimate is there. Uh, listen to wherever you uh, please. Um, and also reviews on those sites do help the discoverability of the show as well. So appreciate that. Um, but yeah, check out Kate on TikTok at Caitlin underscore fancy or on Twitter at CaitlinXO615 as well and um we'll see who should i go to first and this is gonna be interesting because i think last week uh last week jasper did pong's whole outro word for word um <laughs> but i think it'd be unfair to not let pong actually get a full outro himself this time so we'll start with pong soul pong soul where can everybody find <laughs> you bro so you just fucked everyone else on the yeah, panel fucked everyone else on the panel yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I just made you all step up your game. That's all. That's all it's doing. <laughs> well, no one's stepping listen, up. <laughs> no one's going to step up. Uh, no, listen, fam, it was great. Uh, brothers and uh, Caitlin, uh, it was awesome, obviously, to be back here uh, again doing this on a Friday night. Last week was so amazing with our 100th episode. Obviously, again, love you all. Um, and uh, it's just great to spend Friday nights here. So great discussions. It was interesting to hear different takes after Mav and I had talked about a lot of this last night. It's just always awesome to come here and have you guys talk about it too and see what you guys think. But uh, great show. Chat, you guys were amazing. So many familiar faces each and every week, like Mav said. Nothing but respect for you all. Um, and of course, you can find me Pong Soul on Xbox. You can find me Pong Soul on Twitter. But tomorrow morning, you know what it is. Set those alarms oh, yeah. now while you're listening to this so you don't forget because Living Split Screen is coming. That's right. Me and my brother Steel Rain are going to talk a lot about this and a lot yeah. of other topics that are out there. So be there 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock 
Central Time. Again, set those alarms. 3 p.m. BST time for you UK people. Can't wait to see you. And then tomorrow night, the Shop Podcast with PTK Blam, our brother Fuzzy, who is here as well, and myself. And we got another brother showing up tomorrow night. That's right. Psychonauts <laughs> is going to be what? there as Psycho's well. Psycho is going to be there. Wow. Yeah. On the shop. Yeah, Psycho. <laughs> On the shop. He is going to show up. So we are going to have a fantastic time. PTK Blam's channel, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. End your Saturday night the right way with the shop podcast. Otherwise, Tuesdays, Xbox Factor podcast. Hit or miss, more misses lately. It is what it is, but you know you got to check out Double Barrel Gaming's channel, Mr. Boomstick, the man, all good things green every Tuesday, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 o'clock Central Time. And then Thursdays, it's p.m. in the p.m. If you missed last night's episode, go check it out. Mav and I were on fire last night with a lot of these same topics, but we obviously got to deep dive them as a two-team, a two-man team kind of thing. So it was fantastic. Go check that out every Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time. Otherwise, be back here next Friday night, God willing, life willing, I will be here. But otherwise, it is the golden age of gaming, people. Get out there. Go play something. Enjoy it. Even with these delays, it doesn't matter. You got to have a back catalog. Otherwise, I don't know what you're doing. So go out there. Play something. Play what you love. Love what you play. And I'll see you tomorrow morning, Living Split Screen. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. Love y'all. Is there any chance that Living Split Screen is going to get delayed? No, I no. don't think so. No, okay. <laughs> I think we're gonna go. I think, yeah, we're, we're, I think we're good. I'm glad because uh, you know uh, we need some stuff to not to stand track here. Um, Jasper, follow it up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know where to find me. It's Twitter, uh, <laughs> Lord Jasper, Lord Master Jasper on YouTube, and S. Oh, it's FSP is Monday night, ten o'clock Eastern. We got Fuzzy. Psycho three bit uh was he on this week? I don't remember, but he should be joining yeah, us. He was uh, on a plane still. Uh, yeah, he was on a plane. So yeah. three bit, you should get back to podcasting instead of just having to go to Mav's house and do it. You have a computer <laughs> at your house, you can do it. <laughs> it's not that hard. Uh then we got Xbox Ultimate, the show you're watching right now. It starts at nine Eastern. Uh yeah, nine Eastern on Friday nights. Just stick to fun <laughs> channel. <laughs> He did his, mine a lot better than his own. Let me tell you. Yeah. I, I can't add your shit to mine. <laughs> uh, anyway, Golden Edge of Gaming. I'm playing a PlayStation game on PC. That's what is amazing about Golden Edge of Gaming. You can play it anywhere. Play it what you love. Yeah. And he's having fun with that Spider-Man too, yeah. finally. And love what you play. Yeah. And l- l- Play what you love and love what you play. Isn't that right, Fuzzy Belvedere? <laughs> the always fuzzy one. Uh, where can everybody find you, bro? Oh, it was awesome being on here with you guys. It's always a blast. And thanks to the chat for everybody that came out to watch us. And for those that will watch at a later time, it was awesome having you join us. Um, for those that want to hear my ramblings on anything gaming, just follow me on Twitter at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. You can find me on YouTube, Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me tomorrow, like Pong and uh, uh, like Pong was saying. As far as we're going to be on the Shop Podcast, PTK Blam's channel, nine PM Saturday. Uh, you already know the deal. Uh, FSP Monday, like Jasper said, ten PM Eastern Time. And then you can also find me on Breakfast with Boom Friday morning uh, at ten AM Eastern Standard Time. And then right back here, Xbox Ultimate at nine PM next Friday. Looking forward to it. Yeah, man. I, th- I you know what I think. I mean, we'll start doing a thing where like, if it's like 
you're all on the like this channel maybe you don't have to say it on the outros that way we can like cut off half of pongs you know what i mean <laughs> no you don't think so like what, um, why are you trying to do that people enjoy it <laughs> you're right you're right 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 yeah come on now do you see do you see do you see Vince McMahon coming out and telling his wrestlers they got to cut down half their act? No. <laughs> Cuz they love it. Yeah, it's, it's give let the me, people what they want. So the, to you the outro is an act. <laughs> is it, it's a part it's a, yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's a part so of next my week That's we're going to come in, it memorized. Yeah. So next week I'm going to come in with an intro with like smoke and lights and music or whatever. I said oh, that I wanted. Still and I yes. talked about that. Still and I talked about that. It would be amazing yeah. to have wrestling intros if we could yeah. do actual licensed music. Oh, oh my god, my god. Oh, that would be like man. like almost like baseball too with a walk up to the plate, right? Yes, oh, it would man. be awesome. You're right. And you know, one of my favorite intros ever was Reverend Pong. You know that you put on a little show for that as well. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did. That was yeah. the first big delays announcement we had had with Starfield and Redfall. So oh. I did it. You're right, man. It's a part of the, it's a part of the thing. Um, Psychonauts, put on a show. Where can we find you? Yeah, you guys find me everywhere. No, <laughs> chat. Thanks for coming out tonight. You guys have been fantastic. Be a professional. Always psycho. love to see it. I'm always professional because that's what we are. Professional podcast. And Except when you're banging love. everybody's mom. That too. You know, but hey, someone's got to do it. I, I thought it was just Jasper's. So. Um, everyone, check me out. Psych- Psychonauts everywhere on social media. As Pong said, I will be on the Shop Podcast tomorrow. Find us there. It's going to be a f- effing great time. So please come out Mondays. Check us out. FSP with sometimes 3-bit. Jasper, <laughs> math, sometimes, and here always, yeah, on Xbox Ultimate, math, Jasper, Fuzzy, Pong, me, your wife, maybe <laughs> Pong, depends. We'll see. Everyone, thanks for coming out. Love what you play, play what you love, and that's uh, backwards. We'll see you oh shit! God damn it! Oh, oh, hold on. And uh, do you smell what the psycho smoking? I did. I definitely did when you were visiting. That's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody. Thanks again, to chat. You guys rock. Uh, shout out to Hargy uh, hopping in here as well. Um, yes. Saw you, uh, Ra- Razor, Hargy. as well. I uh, appreciate everybody again. So um, check the, out if you haven't checked out our hundredth episode. Like I'd still recommend doing that because it's a fun as hell time seeing Three Bit and Psycho here and everything. And then, um, guys, appreciate you all. Monday we got FSP coming up. Like these guys said, like five times already now. Um, and then Thursdays PM and the PM with my buddy down there, Pong Soul. And we'll see. Maybe we got more delays to taly- talk about next week. Y- y'all ready? It's always fun to get topics when we get delays, right? Don't you want those topics? Uh, exciting news, like delays, right? Um, and then Fridays always here at 9 p.m. Eastern time for Xbox Ultimate Podcast. And um, we'll see you real soon. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. Take it easy. See you, brothers. Bye, brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <All right. laughs> what was that? I tried to do a wrestler thing. That, that, that came out weird. Bye.